Breaking news right now. Remington, what's up? Oh, Cincinnati's working on an Andy Dalton trade. There we go. That's it. About time they traded him and his red hair. I'm looking into it. Let me call some people. (laughs) Anyway, thank you for your list joining us. Is my mic on, Samson? Can you hear me? Yes, yes. We got the mic on. Triple checking. Um, Another episode. NBA talk today. Since the NFL is obviously over. Um, I know Remington likes the XFL. Uh, watch a little bit of that. Didn't you? It got a team yet? I like the Guardians. The Guardians. The New York Guardians. All right. Well, uh, I have. I, I don't know. I saw some, you know, watching some. It wasn't too crazy. I mean, there was that one hit in the corner of the end zone. Um, but, yeah, I. it's it's another league, which I think won't make it through the season. But it, it, I think they got pretty good ideas, especially the kickoff. Um, idea of having guys stand. I mean, it really brings down an injuries, but then again, you don't lose. Like, there's certain people's cases for uh, special teams don't get hurt. Like, they still have a role on the team. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you don't eliminate any guys like Devin Hester from ever being considered one of the best players of the game because the kickoff is no longer part of the game. Um, but, yeah, I think it's a pretty good alternative. Um, Samson couldn't contain himself. He had to do, like, Two minutes on the XFL. Yeah, you know it's 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 out there. I don't I don't think it's gonna end up well. But what do you think, Remington? You remember your team won the Super Bowl a couple weeks ago? Wait, wait, yeah. Okay. Remember for the rest of my life. Yeah, just making sure. Yeah, you know you gotta move, keep it moving. You gotta you gotta talk about what's hot right now. Yeah, we spent too much time on it. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, looking at the trades of the day deadline, I was like last Thursday. Um, some some interesting trades going on. Uh, I guess we can just jump you, right uh, into the first one. Did you like did you like this trade deadline? I uh, I think at the very end it shifted a lot more than I thought it would. I thought it was kinda of boring. Not gonna lie. Wow. Not a lot happened. Okay. Nobody really moved the needle as a contender. Not a lot happened, but nobody really moved the needle as a contender. It's not like the Nuggets got better or the Jazz did something interesting. The Rockets or... changed a lot. Yeah, but I don't know if they got better or worse. I think they changed. I mean I we'll get it, into it, yeah. but I don't know if they like pushes them closer, but mm-hmm. I didn't. I think everybody just kind of stays the same after this. I mean, yeah, DeRozan no and Aldridge are still on the Spurs, so what do you do? Oh my goodness! I mean, that's a good point. You guys probably should have gotten rid of him. Um, Where does he go? Who wants DeRozan at this point? I don't know. Is there a market for DeRozan? Because he's a well, he could be a free agent, right? I think he's got a trade. Yeah. Or a player option, but I mean, you might get him on a team like an expiring deal or something. But know. like, who wants him? Can he go to a good team? I think you'd want his salary, not him. You'd want his salary. He's making yeah, like, like twenty-seven million. Yeah, like to take up the cap so that you can like once his offers, once his deals over, he can make moves in free agency. Like oh, you mean like a bad team? So he goes yeah. to a bad team. That's what I'm saying. Can he yeah. go to a good team? No. Can he help a good team somewhere? He's oh. a, unless he take if he takes a pay cut, maybe. That's like what it. if he goes to the, like the Lakers? The Lakers don't really have assets. What? The Lakers don't really have assets to get him. But no, the Lakers. First of all, it'd really mess up the spacing because he barely shoots threes. Their chemistry is just ridiculously like on click right now. Like, why would they want to mess that up? Could Toronto use him? Trade him back to Toronto? <laughs> oh my gosh. No, that that would take him for a ride. That would emotional roller coaster. Like, and there's just so many things. It just wouldn't make sense for him to go back. I mean, the the players they're developing now, I mean, and, and 
one question I've heard that I think is really interesting is whether you have Fred Van Vliet or Kyle Lowry. Well, they have both, and I think that works. Yeah, but I think you they have to eventually pay oh. um, Fred Van Vliet soon. Yeah, I mean, Kyle Lowry's old, so. He's like 33, and Fred Van Vliet is 25. Yeah, pay the young guy. Yeah, I mean, I definitely would do the same thing. But... What about the Pacers? What if you just did DeRozan for TJ Warren straight up? I I mean, I I could see that. Not, I mean, right now the Pacers, I feel like. I mean, I wouldn't do that trade if I was. I wouldn't but... trade that Spurs. That, that, I wouldn't do that trade if I was the Spurs, but. Because to Warren, you don't get anything back more. You just get a cheaper guy. But yeah, but I mean, you have a guy who won't get it, who will not get in the way of the young guys too bad. Yeah, but DeRozan's playing well. DeRozan's actually playing really well. Yeah, I'm not saying he isn't playing well. I'm saying that. And like, what he's young hit guys? Ceiling. What young guys? Murray. Like Lonnie. Murray Walker. just gets in the way of himself. I love Lonnie Walker, but Lonnie Walker is like, at best, like the fourth guy on the floor at any for his own team, at any Let's time. Let's see the Spurs roster. I haven't looked at your young guys. Derek White. Derek, Derek White, White didn't get any better. Decent... His stats are like, look on Basketball Reference. His stats are like the exact same. Okay, but from then last he, year. he has didn't get to any share better. the ball with both LMA and. Marcus Aldridge is taking less shots. I don't. I'm not worried about Aldridge. Yeah. Walker's um, not a guy you're gonna. Isn't Walker's Brian, not a primary Brian ball. Forbes a young guy. Yeah. Jakob Purtle needs more touches. I love Purtle. Purtle might be my favorite Spur right now. Brian Forbes, 26 years old, prime. I'm okay with moving on from Forbes. Yeah. They really, their offense is either like DeRozan runs a high pick and roll or they run like just screens. Mm-hmm. They run Forbes off of screens and get to get a three. Yeah. Like if they ever need a shot, that's their go-to offense is Forbes. Patty Mills has been money though from deep. Patty Mills has been good at times. He's been, he's been a consistent shooter. Let's see here. Uh, I think he. I don't, but Murray gets in the way of himself. He doesn't space the floor. All he can do on offense is stand in the corner. Yeah, thirty. You can't play. From you can't really play him with DeRozan, because it doesn't make sense. DeRozan has. He can't like throw it to him to shoot threes. Yeah. Occasionally he cuts, but he's not. He's a good rebounder. He's not like Simmons. You wow. know? Yeah, thirty-nine percent from three on six attempts a game. He doesn't have the same skill Mills. set That's where good. he's got all the vision and defense. And yeah, passing. I don't know what's going on with. Uh, I wish he DeJounte had. Murray. I wish he was like Shea Gildas Alexander, but he's not. I think Dejounte's more like Matisse Thybul, like with better handles, because are his handles that good? I mean, he's okay. He's a better handler than Matisse. Matisse is just like. <laughs> He, he, he's like every time he gets the ball and steals it he just like stands for like 10 seconds like who do i pass to who, who wants the ball um but yeah i don't i don't know if Dejounte Murray can run an offense i don't i don't I, think he I, can. I i i know he can't yeah, yeah i, don't I know think he, can't. he can't so yeah so yeah you're Sp- i don't know what your spurs should do should probably blow it up i don't know i just don't understand Does what they're Pop blowing up blow? get get rid of they're blowing up DeRozan. a bad team they're just going to need a better pick there was a couple seconds like that doesn't really help you out. No, I mean you need to get like a lower two? pick. A lower pick? Yeah, or a higher pick. Who's giving up a pick, a good pick for DeRozan? No, I mean you use the pick you already have unless you traded it away. What package that away for like the thirteenth pick in the draft? That doesn't make sense. Who's doing that trade? Yeah, the I Hornets? don't know. All I'm saying is, is the when you, the year you got Tim Duncan, Brooklyn, David Robinson was I hurt, think Brooklyn, and you guys were tanked. Yeah, we tanked. So you guys need to tank again to get a good pick. And I don't know. I'm not saying generation. I'm not ready star. to pull the plug yet. <laughs> it's time to pull the plug. I want to do one of those subtle, subtle ones, like you said, where you trade all the old guys away mm-hmm. and just play the young guys. And go, oh well, we're young. We're still figuring out, but you're actually just tanking, <laughs> yeah. like the Lakers did, like every year. Yeah. Like do that thing. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know if that's Because if they to... trade away DeRozan and Aldridge, they're immediately even worse. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying they'll be better if they trade DeRozan and Marcus Aldridge. I'm just saying long term, I think they'll be better. Long term with those four second round picks that they collect from both of those deals, they're oh going to be goodness. their bench is going to be set they up could for get quite a, first. a while. Really? Yeah. I think Brooklyn's the only team that would do that trade. Yeah. Maybe. Would I Brooklyn do them. I could see LaMarcus having some value. Lamar, I don't DeRozan, know what would they give up no, though. Shoot. They're not going to give up Levert. Yeah. Dinwiddie, um, they couldn't. They, they could get rid of Dinwiddie. No, they're not going to give Dinwiddie for DeRozan. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean Dinwiddie's definitely more clutch. Well, he's better, and he makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. In like modern NBA. But yeah, I mean Dinwiddie has to have the ball. Torian Prince, though. they're not going to give up Prince. I think they like him. Do they really? I think so. I haven't seen I don't him know do why much this year. He makes. I don't know. I don't know why you wouldn't. Yeah. He's an athlete. He has the potential to get his own shot. And I think they're going to get, yeah, like, Zan and Musa is the only guy they're going to give up. That Kuruts? Kuruks? Yeah, I think they like Kuruks more. I think you're right. <laughs> I've heard that more than uh, Torian Prince. Didn't Torian so Prince we'll just take come Torian. over this year? We'll take Torian Prince. Yeah, he was. Okay, he yeah, was that's what I was thinking. We'll take him. If they don't want him, I'll I'll do a DeRozan for Prince deal. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, do you want to get into the trades that actually happened? Yeah, I have them ranked. All right. Do you want to go through them? We're going to start with the worst one. Oh, you can one. start. Okay. Yep, worst Okay, Denver and Washington, they trade Jordan McRae for Shabazz Napier straight up. Okay. I do you feel like Shabazz has any more like is he no. dumb being a young guy? <laughs> a young guy? Was he ever he always had like male pattern baldness and stuff. I don't think yeah. he ever he was always kinda old. Yeah, I don't I mean Jordan McRae is like Yeah, it's yeah, no. Jordan McCray, long two guard will take Malik Beasley's <laughs> minutes. No, I don't know. I don't know. He's not going to play. That trade means nothing. Should we go to the next one? I I, I kind of feel bad for Shabazz Napier. I always wanted him to get... Like, I feel like there's something in there because of that one UConn run. But, yeah, keep going. Okay. Atlanta trades a second-round pick to Portland for Scal Labissier. Okay. Top, top How 55, does Scal still top have Top 55 a, protected. And cast considerations. How does Scal still in the league? I don't know. Like, he gets so many chances. Like, I don't know. I think he's kind of decent when he plays. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I think he, he's got kind of like a, call he's, got bus, a, he's got a but. shooter. Well, he was like, what, like the ninth pick in the draft? Yeah. Are you, when do, like, how high do you have to go before you're not considered a bust? If you're in the lottery and you're bad, are you considered a bust? Yes. So, and a top you, 10. Top so, 10. once, so a top 10. So, not the top 14. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he averages five points a game, eight points a game. Well, he's got a little bit of a uh, shot how old now. Is he? He's, He's out anyway. He's injured. Uh, he's I'm sure that was a. So I'm sure that was a salary move for Portland, but I kind of like Labissier. I don't know. Would I you? I mean, they got cash in back 2024 now. second top 55 protected pick. Are you going to get a player that's better than Scal Labissier if you're Atlanta? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Probably by then. Yeah. All right. Know. Next. Atlanta again. Mm-hmm. Derek Walton Jr. to the Clippers for a 2022 second round pick, also top 55 protected. Samson, your thoughts? Wait, who got traded again? Derek Walton Jr. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, that's rude. <laughs> who is great that? Michigan you point tell guard? Me. Derek, great Michigan point guard. Derek oh, Walton Jr. oh yeah. so this is a little place in your heart. I was like, why are you defending him? Okay, yeah, next no. for Atlanta cash. again. He got traded for cash. Atlanta again. Three in a row. There's a common theme here with these trades. It's Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Atlanta trades Dwayne Dedman to Sacramento for Jabari Parker, Alex Len, and Atlanta also gets two second-round picks. Wait, wait, quickly about the cash considerations. Oh. You know that one time J.J. Redick was traded for a copier? 
No way. They pay. They traded, and then other team. I can't remember what teams it were, but the other team got cast considerations, and they spent that on a paper copy. Wow. Like, yeah, good stuff. But anyway, um, yeah, Dwayne Dedman, I think contract was a bit big. I was. And Isn't he it? Didn't play. That I'm surprised there wasn't like a good team that went out and got him. Yeah. He was like one of those guys that's always floated around because he's kind of like an interesting center. You know, he can shoot threes. Yeah. And he's kind of good on defense. Yeah. Like everybody, everybody kind of wants that. He was always the name that popped up. I don't think his contract's that bad. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't. don't I'm surprised he got thirteen million this year. Oh, he's making thirteen million. Yeah, that's not terrible. It's okay. I mean, considering he didn't come off the bench that often, that's. I'm just surprised a good team didn't go out and get him. But who really cares? I don't think Dwayne. I've never did. seen him I don't on think, a good team. He was on the Spurs. Oh, like way back when they were good. Or what? Yeah, kind of like right after the Duncan era. Oh, okay. He got traded to the Kings. I don't remember the. Dwayne oh, this Dedman is last year. Path. They got three year, forty million. Yeah, that's like that's not bad. That's okay. It's a little overpay. It's only three years. Yeah, but considering how centers are undervalued now, you just I could see him going for twenty million now. Jabari Parker on the Kings. Will he revitalize his career in Sacramento? Was his career ever great? I'm like, what? Yeah, he had like a good first year before he blew out his knee. Yeah. Multiple times. Yeah, I think he's injury prone. I mean, even in Chicago, they tried it and he got injured. So it was Jabari Parker. Jabari All right, next, Parker next trade. <laughs> Too much time. Our, yep. our buzzer, time buzzer went off. All right. Orlando trades a second round pick to Philly for James Ennis. Doesn't he have a brother? No, I don't. I think Tyler Ennis is a different person. Yeah. No, I don't think they're brothers. I think they're brothers. James Ennis up. has a brother. I am. Uh, this is the most interesting thing about Ennis. Just saying, James Ennis. It's the twenty twenty second pick from the Lakers. In case you were wondering, Dylan Ennis. Yeah, not Dylan. Not. Oh, Tyler Ennis is his brother too. I was wrong. Oh, is it? Oh yeah, called it. Wow, what an underrated family. Mm-hmm. The Ennis brothers. Who else is there? Siblings? Who's Dominique? Click on Dominique Ennis. Dominique Ennis, where? Oh, down there. Brandon Ennis, Tyler, Bryson, Britley. Dominique Ennis. Oh, it's his sister. Tyler. Yeah, that's interesting. Hmm. But yeah, called what it. What an underrated family. He does family. have a brother. Uh, who used where to play you, in the Where NBA. would you rank the Ennis families in basketball families right now? Uh, the top 20. The Currys are one in the league right now. On the league right now. The Holidays are two, right? Are they above the Currys? No. I they mean, have, they you have an, three guys, though. Yeah, That's... but one of them is a multiple-time MVP, three-time <laughs> NBA champion. And Seth Curry is very good. Yeah, Seth Curry's actually starting I'm to show some range. One, Just saying. the number one Steph Curry fan club guy. Really? Yeah. You love Steph Curry? I love Seth Curry. Is he the GOAT? Seth Curry? Stupid. <laughs> oh, I thought you said Steph Curry. No, Seth Curry. Yeah, I like, I like Seth Curry. He's pretty chill. I would trade DeRozan for Seth Curry. Only person who can stop... Steph. No, that's not true. Steph always. You see that him. one playoff series? Yeah, one. No, it was, <laughs> Curry was awesome in that playoff series. Uh, what? They they still. Uh, lost. I think they were I think Seth had like one, one nineteen point game in, in like that five steals. Yeah, like he, he had was like beating one, his brother. He, no, he wasn't. Yes, he was. Curry was averaging like thirty points a game. Shutting in that him down. Let me see that. I, love I would how, like. I would do DeRozan for Seth straight up. Would you really? Straight up. No, I probably wouldn't do straight up. <laughs> I think I think I don't know. Give Seth me one of those top fifty five protected seconds and I'll you have a deal. Ooh. That's 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 a very tempting author. Why can't we do so during the trade, 
deadline, like that period of time when everybody's doing trades. Mm-hmm. Why can't we have like live cameras in the like the war rooms? Oh, during the like trade. discuss like because listening they could into say the, something listening that they don't want everyone calls. to hear. Listening into phone calls. That'd be Ooh. so interesting. I guess you were right. Curry led the Warriors the whole... They swept them. 36, 37, 36, 37 points a game. 36 Golly. and a half points a game. <laughs> oh, Seth Curry was roasting his brother. Because <laughs> he had one... Shut up. He had like one, 36, one stretch where he scored like 12 points in a quarter once. And <laughs> Okay, I guess I stand corrected. Golly, I didn't know he was averaging 36 points. I think there was one game like five years ago when they played the Kings and Seth hit like two threes in a row at the end of yeah. the game. And people, no way, Seth Curry, let's go. Seth Curry, uh, where, is, where is his numbers? He was averaging, let's see... He was, he was having 1.8 steals, two assists, six points. Anywho, uh, yeah. they're Almost seven it. points a game. That's close. Really killing it. His anyway. brother was scoring five times more points than he Shut was. Shut up. <laughs> We're moving on. <laughs> oh, I get it. So the Ennis family's third? The third best family in the league right third now? Third best family in I the mean, league? I mean, Dylan Ennis and Tyler Ennis haven't really. It's not like they really made a living, but there's not. I mean, they only have a lot one of NBA brother families. in the league. There's so. not a lot of NBA families right now. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of weird, but yeah. So they can get the de facto third spots. Blake Griffin had a brother. Oh, the Grant family. Yeah, Jeremy and Jaron Grant. Yeah. Oh, that's true. The Grants. Um, man, we spent so much time on this. Yeah, I can't see anyone else. Wait, Devin Booker? Booker? Where's Booker? Oh, I don't know what that oh, means. Melvin oh, Booker. Melvin Booker. Oh, they both. It's father and son. I did oh, not yeah. know Devin Booker had a... Dad a lot of father and son combos. A lot. Del, Seth and Steph, obviously. The H- the H- Higgins? Higgins? The Higgins family? The Hardaways? That's interesting. Didn't the know. Jaron Jacksons? Oh, yeah. Jaron Jackson played for the Spurs. Oh, really? Yeah. He was on the the first title team, I think. Man, you know all your Spurs. Wes Matthew, Wesley Matthew. I didn't know his dad was in the league. Larry Nance Jr. Larry Nance. Oh, the Paxons? Paxson's coming I think, close at four. I, no, I think we're right. I think the Ennis family is the third best family yeah, in the league right are. now. So congratulations to the Ennis family. There you go. Coming into third place. Okay, moving on. All right, let me find my place again. Oh, you'll like this one. Ooh. Cleveland gets Andre Drummond for Brandon Knight, John Henson in a second. That's embarrassing for Andre yeah, Drummond. Yeah, that's a big L. I mean, he looked like he was really mad what a about bummer. the deal. That's one of these I things know, about like, the trade deadlines. You like find out how much you're worth to your team. Yeah. Not just like not just like as a person or a player, but just in terms of basketball value. Pretty much. He was a salary dump. They salary dumped him. Yeah, like they were like, see you later, buddy. Yeah, that's 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 sad. And he's like, Oh, I hope I was. Because Brandon you guys. Knight and John Henson aren't gonna do anything. In I don't a, know. a second. You couldn't even give him a first round pick, bro. Well, he wasn't gonna get a first. Lesser of Cleveland's or Golden State's. It's not even the best one. It's the no, worst it's the one between one. the two teams. Between. So what's the point of doing this trade if you're Cleveland? I mean, Drummond's got a player option for one more <laughs> year. Know. Like you said, they're bad. Maybe they're just... Like, they I don't mean, really get any assets back. Yeah, I mean, they They have, just took him for nothing. They took him for clearing out Brandon Knight's contract. They do have um, a young, pretty good guy, uh, Seku. I don't oh, know how Dumboya? to say Dumboya. Saku Dumboya? Yeah. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure he's a big man on that team. He's like a 6'8 guy. Yeah. That's pretty... That's still close. I just um, don't... They don't get anything back for taking the... It's... They don't get anything... It's yeah, moot. Quite the trade big. is moot. 
Pretty much. But, I mean, I think Drummond was that one guy who were like, he was like the can never have enough center centers. of Now they have Drew Love, Holiday. Tristan Thompson, and Andre like, Drummond. How do those three guys play together? I have no idea. They have Garland and Sexton, like two small point guards, and they have Drummond and Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson. Hey, they'll give Thon Maker their only center more minutes. I don't a lot know of, why people are hating on Svee's It's going to be a lot of Christian, Svee, Christian Wood from now on. Uh, one time I was listening to The Ringer, and like Chris Verno was blasting Mikhailuk for his last name. I'm like, bro, that's a Kansas guy, and I'll fight you in the street right now. I don't know why he was hating What's your on most me. memorable Mikhailuk moment at Kansas? Uh, You're not a true fan. There we go. There Got we him. go. <laughs> he, he, hit a, he hit a really big three in Elite Eight. I'm pretty sure. He did. He might have. <laughs> he did. He, he did because uh, he was I don't a, know, a three-point shooter. Uh, I thought you were just going to stop at that. He said he hit a big three at one point. And I was like, yes, good job, Samson. <laughs> I mean, he you, was you a it. consistent shooter. Uh, but I feel like multiple times people would keep hating on him because of his name. So, Makai Luke? Yeah, that's no. why I'm out here defending my guy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't understand why the Cavs did this trade. I mean, it's just more big men when they haven't even traded Kevin Love, which they should have. I mean, It's just another reason to prove they're a disaster. Yeah. I mean, Dave Griffin was the only thing keeping that team sane, and now that he's gone, that team literally went from like a championship team to what it is now. So, do we go, do we go to the next one? We yeah, should sure. go to the next one. Um, I ranked this one above the Drummond one just out of sheer disrespect for DeAndre Drummond. <laughs> but uh, Philly gets Alex Burks and Glenn Robinson the third from the Warriors for three future second round picks. This one kind of made me mad because I kind of wanted them to keep Glenn Robinson third. I, th- I think he would be low-key that, like, bench guy who would come in during the playoffs and, like, they'd be like, oh, here he comes, and, like, he holds it down for, like, 10 minutes and then gets pulled. Like, I thought it was funny that the Sixers wanted shooters, and I saw a report that two of the guys on their list were Iguodala and Glenn Robinson III. Yeah. They're not they're not shooters. They're not shooters, but I think that Glenn Robinson was decent. Now, they've, was now, they're, now, they're, now they're trying to space the floor with Mike Scott and Glenn Robinson III and – other guys, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. Could the 76ers miss the playoffs? No, yeah, miss the playoffs. If they, they when they realize they actually have to win games on the road. Yeah, are they ever gonna win an important road game? Uh, What's their best road win so far? I don't even know. Do They've they, won like nine road games. They like they won. They beat like um, someone last night. I can't remember. It was a good team. Did though. they beat the Lakers on the road? Maybe. Uh. They beat the Celtics on the road. No. I don't know. They've all they've lost to like all good teams. I yeah, don't... they beat the uh, Clippers at home yesterday, and I was like, okay, well, it's still at home, so it doesn't. Well, matter. the Clippers are also bad on the road. The Clippers I mean, got it was still a close destroyed game, by the Timberwolves like four nights ago on the road. Yeah, but wasn't Kawhi out in there? No, game? Kawhi and George both played. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Go look at it. I'm pretty sure they both played. Um, let's see. They played. Which team would be? Would you be more they concerned lost to the about the Hawks on the road? What? Yeah, which team would you be more concerned about from a road perspective? The they beat the Nets on the road. Yeah. The Sixers or the Clippers? Uh, most definitely the Clippers. Really? I don't really like the sell the Seventy Sixers this year. I really don't trust them. So then you should be more concerned about the the Seventy Sixers. I said I don't like the Seventy Sixers this year. Yeah, so, so you're I'm more concerned about the Clippers. Oh, I guess whatever. On the road. Yeah. No, I don't like the Seventy Sixers this year. I just. They they look way too inconsistent. Um, when your big man is off and on like this, it's kind of ridiculous. I mean, I understand like he's 
probably top two and most talented centers in the league, um, maybe top three. But this year he's just really taken huge steps back. Here are their road wins. These are their road wins. They beat the Knicks by three points. They beat the Nets by six points. They beat the Pistons, the Cavs, the Pistons again, the Hawks, and the Blazers. No playoff teams. They have no, Pacers? except for Brooklyn. Pacers are a playoff team. Oh, wait. Did I say Pacers? Did they beat yeah. the Pacers? Pistons. Pistons? They beat the oh, Pistons twice. Beat, okay. Yeah, they lost the Thunder in overtime, lost to the Raptors, beat the Knicks again. They've zero playoff wins again. Yeah. Except for the Nets. But are the Nets really good? I don't think so. No, I don't. No. I mean, I think that, yeah, they're just inconsistent for the uh, Nets because Kyrie's out, and then he's in, and then he's out, and then they have Spencer. I understand, like, playing better at home versus on the road, but to have this much discrepancy, what's the, like, what is it? I don't know what it is. Is it just, like, looking at the three-point percentages and going on the road, they hit 26%. At home, they hit, like, 37. I don't know what they need to fix, honestly. That's the thing that worries me. Like, do you stagger Embiid and Simmons minutes? Like, that's what I keep hearing. Like, well, the problem is, why fix? can't they just take whatever working? They're twenty-five and two at home. Why well, can't they just take whatever working at home and taking it on the road? I, as I said, is it, is it yeah, literally is it, is it just as simple as going like their three-point percentage is better at home? Because if that's the case, I don't know how you fix that. Because yeah. I could just go, oh, well, you need to hit more shots, but you know, is that really the answer? Maybe. Know. Yeah, maybe it's something Brett Brown should figure out. Is it a coaching thing? I don't know. I don't know I what's think, wrong with I this I think team. it is a coaching thing. I mean, because... I, you know, I've comp- complained about Brett Brown in the past. Yeah. I don't think it's just he's just like a superb coach at home and a superb coach on, coach on the road. Yeah. I mean, and then they also, I mean, usually you hear about yeah, young teams don't are good and worse, and it's like, okay, well. Well, I mean, they have the yeah, best. Yeah, they're not a young road. team, though. They have the best home. Yeah, their record guys are for young. Worst, but they they road went record for playoffs. You know, they were a bounce, like a four rim shot mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard thing, from being in the conference championship a year ago. They're not a young team. They're not inexperienced, anyways. Yeah, they did the deep playoff run. But that team had they Jimmy did every, Butler, though. They did everything right. That team still had so Jimmy, Jimmy Butler, Butler to take just those the big, big secret. Shots. I mean, he's not the big secret, but I think he's like, um, he's like kind of like that Russell Westbrook during the regular season, who when it's like you're on the road, you don't feel like playing and stuff, can take you to that next level and push you. Yeah, guys but that's during the camp. regular season. They did that in the playoffs. They did a deep run in the playoffs. Like, when yeah, I mean, I'm not saying those other guys just sat around the whole game. And if Embiid's gonna be like one of the ten best players in the league, I would assume that he can just like take over a but game at any though? point. I mean, he should be. He should be, but he isn't like kind of tough i don't i i think that he's definitely been underachieving and uh i really don't trust that team i don't i don't know i, I feel like if you're a good team if you're a championship contender you should be you should be a decent winner at home and on the road and i don't wouldn't consider them a championship i think contender. they should just play Moss more i like Moss. yeah he's pretty consistent he's been there kind of their jj reddick this year actually yeah it's been pretty uh But they don't play him enough. I don't know, maybe he's just like super bad on defense, but I kinda like he had the he had a big game a couple like a week ago when he hit like a bunch of threes. Yeah. Six or seven, I oh, think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To to I've always liked him. The lead. But he's a be- uh, this year he's, he's a better option than would you rather have him on the floor at the end of a game or Glenn Robinson the third? I'd rather have Matisse Thibel. I don't know what you're talking about. 
Uh, he's done. He's pretty much doubled his attempts, almost doubled. I mean, I get, I get if you're just giving five. up like second rounds for Burks and Glenn Robinson third. Like, I'm not gonna mm -hmm. complain too much. But they're second round picks. What are they gonna do with those anyways? Like, bringing a couple guys that have experience in the league and at least meet like a physical profile you yeah. like. But I don't know if they make them better. I like, mean, Burks is ne is Burks ever gonna play? No, like in the playoffs, they don't and usually he's, play. And maybe you're not bringing him guys. in. You're not bringing him into play. You're bringing him in as like a safety net option. Yeah, but. You know, why? there's moves to make, like make a move that makes you better, I guess. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. But, I mean, oh, but what moves would the 76ers make? To Is there a, just like, not another move? shooter out there that they can go get? I mean, the shooters are kind of a really high commodity right now. Like, it's kind of hard to just walk out and get a shooter. Like, you trade Patty for... Patty Mills. Take Patty Mills. I mean, that that'd be a pretty decent deal. Um would you, but would you guys give him up, though, since you guys think you're up. contending? I'd give him up. I don't think your team will, though. I'd take Cork Maz for Patty Mills. Not. That's the problem. You're getting you're trading <laughs> shooting for shooting. You need more shooting. So, I mean, would you do Thibel for... I would do Shake Milton for Patty Mills. Would you do Thibel for Patty Mills? No, I'd do Shake Milton. You wouldn't want They're not going to give up Thibel. Yeah, they're not going to give him up. I'd do Shake Milton, though. I like him. He's been playing a lot. I've always been a big Shake Milton guy. I know I now, have is, not been. now is the right time to say it because we've been playing a lot recently. <laughs> the whole time. But this entire time, I've been. No, I think I gave up on Shake Milton about a year ago, but I'm back in. Malik Benjamin. A, How do you get the nickname Shake? Who cares? It's cool. Like, what, what kind of name is that? He's been only two years in the league. Really? It seems like he's been in the league like four years. I loved him. I, I, yeah. I can go pull out my draft guide from that year. When I have all my players. Oh, he's a 23. The Remington Morrow draft guide. I can go pull Ooh. that one out. But Where do you play at? Uh, SMU. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's... Oh, I didn't know it was Methodist University. Southern Methodist. Well, yeah, SMU stands for Southern Methodist. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. More you know. Shake Milton. Yeah, only two years. Should there be like a grace period after the trade deadline? To do what? For trades. Like to do more <laughs> of them? Yeah. But then what's the point of the deadline? Maybe you just say like... The there's, actual deadline later on? There's five more trades you can do. Whoever gets there first gets to have them. Oh, or that you would do, make sense. You set a number like that. It's got like seven trades. But then the problem is is that they could do use those later and then like... Not if somebody... No, no, not for every team, just in general. Just the league says there's seven trades left to make. Yeah, so they could Go just... fill them up. They could use like five of them and there'd be two well, left. Well, I think the leagues are all... The teams are all calling each other. Hey, don't use a trade spot. I'm going to need that in... The end of the no, season, but for a no one would run. use it though. I would. I would trade Patty Mills for Shake Milton. That's <laughs> I'm saying like right before the playoffs or during the playoffs, they're like guys are switching jerseys in the middle of the game or something. I'm saying that they would they would be trades that would be saved up. Three. That we'll they would cut it, use we'll later cut it on. down to three. Yeah, I guess those would be all used up. I don't. I don't think anybody. I don't think there's like a big conspiracy to like save the trades. <laughs> Teams need to like clear space and bring in guys. No, but I think like and... guys would just not use it. What if they just wouldn't use it? Well, that's their fault. <laughs> there you go. I mean, I think there's a possibility where they wouldn't use it. Um, do you have another trade? Yes, on? sir. All right. Where Here, are you at? Let me find my spot again. Ooh, this is a big one. I haven't said the Iggy one yet. This is a big one. Ooh. The Warriors get Wiggins and some picks that I'm not going to read through. And for <laughs> D'Angelo Russell, Amari Spellman, and Jacob Evans. Samson, does this turn the Wolves from a 20-win team to a 25-win team? Your thoughts. Thinks it turns them into a thirty-win team. No way. I think it, okay. It definitely does give Carl uh, Anthony. Who Towns won the trade? Let's motive. just start with that. Who won the trade? The Timberwolves. That's my trick 
quick quick reaction. You if you if they didn't make a trade, they're going to lose Cat. Okay, when, now he like wants to play. Um, and those are all decent when you players. Got the notif- when you got Evans the Bleacher Report notification that it happened, did, was your gut reaction like, wow, great trade for the Timberwolves? Yes. Okay, just making sure. Because Andrew Wiggins, I, I don't like him. I mean, I thought there was one point where he was starting to be better, but I don't like like I don't like him not personally as a player, but as a person, but like his yeah, we know style. I don't like when people say that. <laughs> I like him as a person. Yeah, yeah, I, I know, but the, the you know, we for understand. the aggregators, are like, oh my goodness, you hate Andrew Wiggins. What do you ever do? To you? The Dub Nation blog is going to come at you, Samson. <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't like the way he plays. Like he takes a lot of mid-range po- shots. KS podcast host Samson Kamani <laughs> says Andrew Wiggins not a good person. It's key money, but I think his defense is overrated. Um, and I don't think, I think at this point he's just been given too many chances. He was a number one option pretty much at Timberwolves whenever Cat was hurt, which was a lot of the times. So he was given the ball a lot. He's given a lot of chances. He just didn't produce. And I mean, he's been, he was a number one pick. He should be better. And he has a prototype to be better. But I think like if you throw it to him in the corner in a game six against some other tough team, I don't think he's going to hit that shot. And D'Lo definitely would have, which is why I liked him on that team. But I mean, and and the thing is, is that the Warriors at their best would be doing like pick and rolls with Curry, and then Draymond Green would be cutting to the basket, passing to a shooter. D'Lo is definitely a better shooter than Wiggins. Like we're not arguing that. Do you think Wiggins but. is better than Harrison Barnes? I think Harrison Barnes was a better shooter. Okay. I mean, what do you think? Um, I think he could be. Yeah. I think if you're the Warriors you, and you plan on being good when Stephen Clay gets back, which I think they do, which mm-hmm. is why they traded Russell. I don't think they think Russell fits in with the Warriors system. I never thought Russell was going to be there long-term anyways, Yeah, which is why I had I had no problem with them trading him. Even when people look at it and say, like, well, the, the Warriors auditioned for him for, like, six months and didn't want him. Like, they didn't want him when he got there. The I point was never to bring in Russell and have him on a team to compete yeah. for the championship. They wanted something unless for it was just, Unless it just went that good. Mm-hmm. Unless it just was that great that they were like, well, there's no way we can get rid of this guy. But it just it seemed like he kind of peaked with the Nets. That's kind of who he was going to be, like a borderline yeah. all-star. So I, I have no problem with them trading him. And I think if you're going to bring in a guy, like bring in a guy who had potential once as a number one pick and fits like an athletic profile that you want next to Stephen Clay. Yeah. He's like a guy who has the ability to be an elite defender. He hasn't been anywhere near that. He's been yeah. bad his entire career. And he can't really shoot, so you look at that and go, well, you know, those are skill sets we don't want. But at least at one point he showed those showed those things. Like, why not just t- take a swing at a guy who was once the number one overall pick than rather than a guy that was – So you rather have you bring uh, Wiggins than D'Lo? I, it, makes, it makes sense in my yeah. mind to do that. I think D'Lo could have fit that system, though. Like, I don't D-Lo think you can have three great. guards and two of them are, you know, under – I mean, I think Curry's like an above-average effort defender, mm-hmm. but – I think against just bigger guys, he just can't physically hold yeah. up. But, and I mean, if you yell at Russell, D'Angelo, I think you can make him defend. I don't think Russell defends. I think guys are kind of just who they are. Well, this year, they didn't need to, like, they didn't care about the season. Like, it's literally, like, a free season. This Plus, year, like. you get Wiggins in with Steph and Clay, and now all he's doing is just shooting threes with Steph and Clay. Hopefully, he fixes form. We'll have to see. If he... Like, you think there's not going to be any point in the gym where, like, Steph or Clay just looks at him and goes, hey, just, like, tuck in your elbow just a little bit. <laughs> He's like, whoa, I'm draining these. Yeah, he's like, hey, just like concentrate on which finger it rolls off of and like align that one with the best. I mean, learning from the best shooters ever is definitely going to help your shot. I'm not going to lie. 
Um, and now like all he has to do, bit. instead of being, like you said, like the first option not producing, mm -hmm. he gets to do the Harrison Barnes thing. I mean, yeah. And he's going to stand in the corner a lot and just, like, learn how to hit a corner three. But the thing with D'Angelo, though, is, like, you could have him run the offense, like, when Curry and Clay are on the bench or him coming off the bench. And I feel like he wasn't – I don't know. He didn't seem like a guy who was really firing off at people. He just – I think he would be fine taking a backseat to run with the offense. And I think he was a better shooter, and he would give him – more offense, like, yes, his defense wasn't as good, but I think, like, Curry, he could be a decent positional defender if he was trained. It's just this year, like, yes, Curry isn't just sleeping, like, in the Warriors, but they're not trying as hard because it's obviously not a great season. Like, this is their resting season, like a resting giant right now. So I, I think D'Lo would have been a better option, but, like, I think this is definitely good for the Timberwolves. It definitely gives Cat a reason to actually come into work and want to win. <laughs> um, finally breaks his 17-game straight losing streak, personal streak. Um, but, yeah, I think it's I think that's the biggest the thing for the Wolves is it just makes Cat happy for now. Mm -hmm. and who knows how long that'll be yeah. because it doesn't seem like basketball players have a long history of getting along with each other, even mm -hmm. if they like each other. It seems like basketball players are better friends when they're not on the same team. Yeah. Like Draymond and Kevin Durant and Kevin Durant. I don't and know Kyle. Kyrie. Kyle and like, who DeRozan? knows what happens? Kyle and DeRozan are pretty. Kyle good and DeRozan are, are good dudes. They're pretty good friends, but they're not like. Eh, LeBron and D Wade. Yeah, but I think they were like we're not talking by the time they were done in Miami. I mean, with the Cavs, that was weird. I think they were not talking to each Cavs. other during that stretch. I think they oh, really? they re they reconnected after they. Or separated. But what about that Cavs stretch? Like that was kind of weird. Where he was like, it seemed like he was defending D Wade. Yeah, that was and a lot. Was, that was like that's the weird jersey you can get. That's gonna be like one of those basketball reference things where they have all the jerseys up on there. And you're like, wait, what? You can be like for the Cavs. It's like looking at Michael Vick's football reference, and you're like, wait, what? He was on the Jets. Why was he on the Jets? The wait, Steelers? Michael Vick was really. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. I did not know that. Yeah. See, there you go. There you go. Learn something new every day. Um, but yeah, I definitely think the Timberwolves won this trade. Uh, I think D'Lo has talent, and he's actually it's actually coming out. Um, what do you think of the coach, Flip Saunders? Ryan Saunders. Ryan Saunders. Flip Saunders. No, Flip Saunders is that's his dad. Oh my! Are you serious? Yeah. I thought he. Okay, I was. Flip Saunders passed away a couple years ago. Rest in peace. Yeah. I, um, I mean, yeah, that, I mean that with coach? all sincerity. Yeah. No. I'm, yeah. I am. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, they've won like twenty-five and thirty games each year, so mm -hmm. <laughs> just assume at this point he's probably not very good. I mean, Brett Brown's like the other comparison of the guy who's like on the bad tanking team. Mm -hmm. And, well, he might be a good coach. Like, just give him good players. Yeah. And Brett Brown's like not still like not a good coach. The He's known just... for his player development while with the Wizards staff. I don't know if they're developed players that great. Hey, who knows? He may be great in like like a gym, like a one, like letting a guy run around cones or something. Yeah. I mean, Rory, Rory, Roy Hachimura has been playing. Well, yeah, but that, he wouldn't have been on the Wizards. Yeah, he's he gone. wasn't on the Wizards, but like I'm trying to think of the young players. I mean, John Wall, I think. It would have been that like when they had John Wall, Bradley Beal, like and they were like playing Kelly the Celtics Oubre. in the playoffs. Yeah, I don't know Kelly if they Oubre. did a good job with Kelly Oubre just saying. Yeah, who knows? He could have been better. I, I like Kelly Oubre. He's been like, he had two 30 point games recently. So, what's like the long term thing for the Timberwolves then? Do you like this team long term? Um, I want to see how is well Jared better, Culver plays. Is this a better version of uh, Embiid and Simmons? Yeah. If, Do you like this combo better? I think if Culver can develop pretty well, did 
de- above average shooting guard because he seems like a pretty decent. Uh, and then you have Josh Koji play really good defense, and then Omari Spellman be a decent guy off the bench. If you just took, I could see a young core here. If you just took Towns and Russell and just switched them with Embiid and Simmons, would the Sixers be better or worse? I think they'd be better. But do you believe that? Yeah, I actually believe it. Okay. Defend what do you yourself. think? Do you believe it? No, I think Embiid's one of like the ten best players in the league, and Simmons is like insanely talented and I, just not I mean, being I used think, properly. I, I think that Embiid and Cat's talent is pretty close to each other. No, watch him play against each other. I mean, I Embiid think Embiid's had Towns. more years now. I mean, Towns is also tends to be a little bit of a crybaby. Like he does complain about a lot of stuff. Um. When he's especially when he's on the court, um, but I definitely I think I think KS podcast comparable. host Samson Kimani says, <laughs> "How do you say your last name?" It's Kimi Money. Kimi Money. Samson Kimani. Yeah. Says Towns a crybaby. But like you see him on the court, he complains about a lot of stuff. He always look. He almost always looks like he's in pain. Um, but I think that he does have potential to be better than Embiid. And Embiid right now, I mean, and. I, I right now I haven't seen what makes even even when Embiid was healthy like last year he was still taking too many threes he wasn't putting himself in the right position like I'm not saying he's not a dominant big man but we're comparing Cat to town like between them two we got to look for the little things and I think that Cat he's I think he's a better shooter from three but at the same time he's like given more rain he's able to he has more spacing because he has normal players around him and you don't have Ben Simmons. Um, but yeah, I definitely think with D'Angelo Russell and Embiid, I, I think they would play better. I, I definitely. Think I think Towns do. is a more talented player. I think uh, Russell has uh, more experience being the best player on a good team. Yeah. So that's concerning because I don't know if you want Russell to be the best player on your good team. Wait, why? Because he made he was on the best player in the Nets a couple years ago when they went to the playoffs last season. Yeah. But that was the first year of like. D'Angelo, yeah, like, D'Angelo really Russell was the best player on a playoff team. Carl Anthony Towns has not been the best player on a playoff team. Oh, you're comparing them to? Yeah. Oh. And I would not want D'Angelo Russell to be my best player. And he might be. Uh, yeah. I think Towns is clearly a more talented player, but you know Russell has a better resume at this point. And it not not like either of them have great resumes. Mm-hmm. At least Russell's been an all-star and he's been to the playoffs. But I think like with them He wasn't too, good in the like... playoffs. Dinwiddie was better in the playoffs than he was. I don't know if uh, D'Lo is the best player on this team, though. I think Cat is a better player than him. Cat's more talented. Yeah. Is he a better player? He if he, if he he's won 15 tries. games his entire career. Yeah, but he has to actually try. Not saying I wouldn't rather start my franchise with Towns or over Russell. I'm just saying yeah. Russell might be the best player on this team, and that's not where I'd want to be if I was the Wolves. I think if you give this team two, three years, and they develop, keep developing like they have been, I could see this being a decent contender. like Not a championship contender, but I could see him get like a fourth seed or fifth seed. And make some noise, maybe knock out, maybe surprise someone. But I think they still need time to develop, like the Hawks. Do you like Beasley on this team? Malik Beasley? Oh, is he? Oh yeah, I forgot. It. Yeah, no, I. That definitely helps the bench so much more. I like. I've always liked Malik Beasley. I've been a yeah. big Malik Beasley fan. He had the perfect like post trade deadline, mm-hmm. like overreaction game where he had like seven threes when they blew out the Clippers. Yeah. It's like no way. Look at the look what the Timberwolves did. They've already like fixed all their problems by bringing in these guys. And then you have Juan Gormez. I think this team might be like in the but next I like couple Beasley. of games. I think Beasley's like like the sixth man on a good team mm-hmm. potential. I mean, definitely he's a come off the bench, good defensive guy. I mean, he I was think he makes sense hurting. with Russell and with Towns. Yeah. 
Josh Okoji is the same kind of guy. I think their defense, their bench could have some really good defense. Amari Spellman. I mean, they're building out their bench, that's for sure. They're going to have a solid bench. Jared Vanderbilt. They're going to have a solid bench in three years. But I think they have a lot of good young guys. Like, you look, go down this list. Like, Beasley could develop. Culver definitely has some room to grow. Evans, I don't know. Uh, Juan Gorman, the only, he was the decent on the The only Nuggets. one of these young guys I would want on my team is Beasley. Jake Lehman. Maybe. Yeah. I guess I would take... If I was a Spurs, Josh I would Okoji? only want Beasley. You don't like Josh Okoji? I like Okoji. I, you know, He's okay. I think he'll be like the eighth player on a good team. Yeah. I don't really know what Culver um, You have a D-Lo, I would take Culver developed. just to take a shot with him, but I, I'm not like a big Culvert fan. I think Amari Spellman does have potential you to like be Spellman. a Draymond Green. You were upset when the Warriors traded him. Yeah. They should have kept him. They have Draymond Green teaching the next Draymond Green. You think Spellman's the next Draymond Green? Yes, I that's, do. That's just because they're both chunky. And good passers. And then you have Cat. Spellman's not like a great I've been passer. too much. And Jared Van- Vanderbilt. Yeah, I'm not saying he's a great passer, but he's a good passer. Are you um, going to look up his assist per game? To yes, see I He's going to be at like two. <laughs> Let's look at advanced stats for Amari Spellman. His assist per games would just be like who's like cutting around him and he just like tosses him the ball. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he's at one, one assist per one game. One assist per game. Oh, my Great goodness. passer, Amari Spellman. Let's see, per 36 numbers. Like f- three? He's averaging 15 and two. Two, three. Not even two, two assists a game. At oh, my for goodness. 36. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Has he even played 100 possessions? Okay. <laughs> I just want to say Amari Spells, Sp- Spellman's in his second year and on his third team. So <laughs> He's the young guy that keeps getting traded around. I don't know. Oh, boy. Amari Spellman. The next I mean, Draymond he is on Green. the end of the list in this picture. Like, right there. Maybe that. That's Look how miserable crazy. James Johnson looks. Oh my in this picture, he's like, "Oh, I can't fight anyone anymore, and no more guy, no more guys to punch in practice, and no one will talk about it." It's almost like they're lined up here in like a happiness scale. We're looking at the picture of the Timberwolves oh, that's true. with all their new players. You got Russell and Beasley right. are like incredibly happy. Hernan Gomez and Vanderbilt are like they're excited, but you know they're not going to play anyways. Evans is Evans. like, "What a bummer!" He I looks was like, like Quinn Cook. I just came to Minnesota from San Francisco. He looks like he's been in the tech world. He's got the turtleneck going on Ooh. here. Nice, interesting. It's nice shoes. He's the only one that doesn't James really. James Johnson and. He's the only one that has dress shoes on and not sneakers. Yeah, I know. He's he's. So this guy's styling. been. This guy's had Wait, his no, fun in San Francisco. No, he's got. He's got some dress shoes. Yeah, but they're like loafers. Like yeah. it's different. Look at those those white socks. Like, oh this my is how goodness. my grandpa dressed. <laughs> loafers and white socks. James Johnson looks bummed out. Spellman, I think he's high. <laughs> he's what? I think he's high. Who's this guy? Oh, is this guess. their GM? Probably. Gurdon and Rosas or whatever his name is. Looks so short in that picture. So go look up the Timberwolves picture of all their new players, and you'll see this perfect happiness scale. There you go. Of who's excited to be on the team. And that's very end is Ryan Saunders looking disgusted. Ryan Saunders. He's like, I wish I was back at the Wizards. Oh, Player development. Bradley Bill. I could have really Boy, helped Boy, if I had Hachimara. Kelly Oub right now, I could really turn him into something. One more gym session with Hachimara, and he would have been draining threes. Mm. Anyway, so yeah, I think the Timberwolves need time to develop. They're all young guys. I, I, the rest, I wouldn't look at them. Where's Cat after his contract's up? Where's what team is he on? How many? How many? How, many, how much does he have? Do we think oh. he's on the Timberwolves? I think he's definitely not on the Timberwolves. Unless there's some know. insane amount of money he's gonna get. Yeah. I guess they. I think they could give him some insane amount of money. Let's look at his deal. I like this. Oh yeah, you saw Bill Simmons was complaining about Tobias Harris' deal. Yeah, I called it. 
No way. Yeah, no way. Uh, yeah, that was a weird dance. Never talk about that again. Oh uh, yeah, he's he's signed for a while. Um, all the way till he's 28. 30, 30, 30. Yeah, so they got him through his prime. They'll so. they'll have him right when he's entering his prime, and then he can bolt. Is 28 your prime? I thought 25 to through 27. Your prime. I think once you hit 28, you start like finals yeah. MVP range. Yeah. There's more finals MVPs. And then once you hit 30, right? it's like uh, 30. You're still good, but you kind of are like where Curry's at now. Mm. Where you don't one think he's going to get another One MVP, of the best players though. in the league, but there's like this like next yeah. generation, like Giannis, Luka, mm-hmm. sort of ordeal creeping up behind you. Like Davis is like, what, 28 right now? Yeah. Like, that's like, he's in his prime. Yeah, he's definitely in his prime. So they're going to have him in his prime, and then he's going to go to the Knicks? Carl Anthony Towns in the Knicks? Oh, my goodness. Are you going to start should that? They start, should they start? Please, um, don't. Uh, Please don't. I hate it so much. Every time. Oh, to the Knicks? To the Knicks? They should no start, one's going to go to the They should start Knicks. working. No one wants you to self-bleep go to the Knicks. yourself? <laughs> yes, I did self-believe myself. You no one is yourself. going to the Knicks. I don't know why people keep talking about it. You're not. No one wants to go to the Knicks or to go deal with James Dolan, and then later on, when you're a legend for the team, you get banned from the arena. Like no one wants to go deal with whoever coach they that James Dolan feels franchise. like he looks like today. Historic, historic, franchise. yeah, like historically bad. They haven't been good the, in the last three decades. It's literally one of the greats. I think they should start planning for the 2024 free agency class already. I think the Warriors are planning for the 2021 free agency uh, uh, draft class with the number of I would start prepping my team to get Carl Anthony. See, if they make the Russell trade, if the Knicks make the D'Angelo Russell trade, they have a better shot of landing Carl Anthony Towns because it'll be like his buddy. Doesn't he Is play this KD like, all over again? Doesn't he play like no video games with Ben Simmons? Yes, I think I remember that. There was a clip where they were like, roasting a team i think they were playing the hawks or something and he was like and carl asked him like oh do you have to go to bed and he's like yeah i got a, I got a game against the hawks tomorrow and carl's like well you don't have to sleep it doesn't they're not that hard to beat simmons and towns teaming up in new york <laughs> oh my god um carl anthony towns Delo, and booker all said they would team up at some point booker in the slam magazine booker towns simmons no, not Simmons. D'Lo. Well, Ben Simmons, I was his yeah, friend's D'Angelo. towns. I would assume he would yeah. want to go there. That would make more sense basketball fit. Are them four gonna make the best team of all time? Though those <laughs> Towns makes more basketball sense with Simmons than Embiid does because Towns can actually shoot. Yeah. Towns is a really good shooter. Yeah, I think he's a better shooter than Embiid. Yeah, it's clearly better, and it's yeah. not even close. Well, when we were arguing with him about them, right? we were arguing about who's a better player, who's a better shooter. Yeah, who's gonna win a three-point contest? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, Carl Anthony. Simmons can run the offense, and you have because that's all Towns wants to do anyways. You just hang back and shoot threes. Does anyone call him Carl? Carl, just straight up Carl. <laughs> yeah, like you always say, Carl Anthony. You know, like the llama. Carl. Carl. Oh, Carl. Oh, oh you watched that Carl. too. <laughs> my cousin showed it to me. I remember my sister showed it to me. It was... Life has changed. Anyway, do you want to move on? Carl. No, Carl. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, Clippers. Get Marcus Morris and Isaiah Thomas, who they wave. The Knicks get Maurice Harkless and some random guy. And the Wizards get Jerome Robinson. So Not going to lie, my favorite part of this trade is the Wizards landing Jerome Robinson. Wait, is this your favorite trade? No. Oh, I thought you were ranking them backwards. No, I'm oh, ranking Which one up. is this one? We're going up to the best one. This is number three. Oh. Um, I, like I usually say, I love listening to podcasts, and I'll listen to another one. I'm stealing a take from there. Mm. Um, Marcus gonna... Morris is another ball stopper. Like, oh, yeah, everybody knows that. Everybody knows yeah, that. but, like, 
you need the ball moving around. I just feel like you need ball movement. And if guys are, if you're not making people switch, then you're not going to open up holes. That's why I said my favorite part of this trade is Jerome Robinson of the Wizards. I love Jerome Robinson. The next Shake really? Milton. Some people say he's the next Shake Milton. Oh my goodness. No, not the Shake Milton. The Malik, whatever his middle name was, Shake Milton. Oh my goodness. Um, and Isaiah Thomas already got released from the team. So yeah, this move makes no there. sense for the Clippers. I don't know why you do this move. You already have Lou Williams who's yeah. stopping the ball. Like, doesn't make any sense. I can sense. at least watch so many Lou Williams transition threes before I just, it's like, Kawhi, <laughs> hey, why don't you? that's what saves them on the road. Kawhi? That's literally what happens to the ball Clippers. scoring every time? On the road, they look like that one college team that's about to lose, but they have, like, one shooter who, like, makes a three and makes it close, and everyone's like, oh, is it going to be close? No, no, they, they still get blown out. But yeah, no, he's he he. I can I can watch those. I don't see I don't see Morris on the floor at the end of games. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> I saw him in the highlights. He, when I'm he, sure he'll probably will be, but I wouldn't want him out there. I saw him in the highlights when he did the one thing he's good at, which is starting a fight. Hey, maybe <laughs> they need that edginess. Literally two games maybe in, him and he's Pat already Bev, like, punching guys. Maybe there's like a against yeah against the edginess. against the yeah against the uh 76ers he was getting But by in the a time you have Lou Williams, Pat Bev, Harrell, Kawhi, Paul George that's five those are the five guys I want out at the end of a playoff game. Yeah, I don't understand it. And then and then in that game against the 76ers, Marcus Morris is mad and on the next position possession he gets the ball. He like literally drives to the basket. Does one of those like beat. one of those revenge <laughs> shots where he's like yeah. I'm taking it all the way and he like puts his head down really hard and, <laughs> tries to slam yeah. it and he gets blocked. Yeah, it's like, bro, what were you trying? Yeah, no, this is a horrible. Game. I just, it doesn't make like Clippers. Yeah, who's understand it. who's watching basketball if you don't know what you're getting with Marcus Morris, the I guy mean, who thinks he should be taking the shot. They gave when up there's 30 seconds. They gave left up a first round pick, which is kind of free. valuable. Like I'd rather have that first round pick. Oh, they gave. Oh, they're the ones that gave up the first round. Yeah, yeah, that's dumb. This year's. Oh well, okay. This year shouldn't be good though. Like. They're no, but I'd rather have that guy cheap and yeah, give me true. some athlete who I can have for the next some four potential. years. I can, and then he's under contract. No for the one next needs four Marcus years. Morris's ceiling. And now <laughs> I have now I have this like cheap rookie athlete who I can develop and Damn. keep him around cheap while I have Kawhi and Paul George and all these guys. Mm-hmm. And then I just have him for the rest of the time. Yeah, no, they'll definitely miss Drum Robinson, but well, no, they won't miss Robinson. They don't care about Robinson. But... No, but I mean, I think I think he would. I think I like right. Robinson, but player. he'll he'll like have like 13 points a game on the Wizards and shoot like 34% from three. Yeah, but he'll definitely get more minutes on the Wizards. Yeah. That good player development. Well, no, because Ryan Saunders is gone. They lost their player <laughs> it's, development it's, guy. It's, it's going to crap. Anyway, what's number two on number the list? Two? Yes. We're, we have two left. Mm, let's see here. I haven't, let me look through the trades. Um, you already did that one. It's either one. the Iggy trade or the Capella trade. Iggy or Capella? Uh, I think you have... Iggy at number two. I do have Iggy at number yeah. two, yes. Yeah. Iggy and Crowder and Solomon Hill to the Heat. Winslow, Waiters, and Gorgie Zhang to the Grizzlies and James Johnson. The very disappointed James Johnson to the Minnesota Timberwolves. What if the Grizzlies were like, screw you, Iguodala, we're not trading you? No, they wouldn't do that. I don't, I don't, I don't understand why he was like I he love left, the, and then now he's like, oh yeah, you guys still have good players on the group. I love the way the young guys handled that. Yeah, I thought that was great. The they man. called him out. They're yeah. like, what, what the heck, bro? You don't want to be on our team? Yeah. What are you doing? We're good. We're in the playoffs. Yeah. Why are you complaining? And then they were like, yeah, we want you to leave so we can play against you and take you out. I love that. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, but they traded him. Oh yeah, I guess they could still play him. 
That'd be that'd be interesting. Yeah. No, they. I think Justice Winslow was probably yeah, Winslow's on his like way a, out. Winslow's like a nice athlete piece. Yeah. A good who, come who off the bench. He, he could be a point guard, like when Amore. Yeah, who knows? Like, they the already bench. they traded for Josh Jackson, who's yeah. in the G League. Like they're now they're collecting like these washed up lottery. I'm sure they're gonna mm-hmm. have Stanley Johnson and Malik Monk at some point. <laughs> yeah. Is these you know yeah. young former lottery picks that nobody wants and they're athletes and they're trying to do stuff. I don't know. They've if got Malik a good Monk core. Does have anything? Like they've got the core of guys. They they're just taking shots at guys to see if they can find somebody else. I like that. That's cool. They didn't give up much. They gave up Igudala, Crowder. They don't yeah. really need Crowder. Crowder is like that one guy who are like, yay. Crowder. I like Crowder. Crowder's okay. fine, but Crowder's on like his seventh team. Yeah. Crowder's constantly bouncing around. That just means more Dylan Brooks. Oh yeah, more yeah. Like Grayson that's Allen. Good. Yeah. yeah. I'm fine true. with that. Well, more who's might that? See Allen tripping. Who's that? Guys, who's so. the other guy? I'm uh want want to be. Like I don't know, but yeah, no, that's that. I didn't even think about Dylan Brooks. Yeah, that's I love definitely Dylan Brooks. A good. That's definitely. I love good everybody night. that got traded. Oh really? Big Dylan Brooks fan. That draft, my list, my my list of four players I wanted for the Spurs was mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell, Kyle Kuzma, uh, Dylan Brooks, and uh, Shake Milton. Maybe I don't remember if he was in that draft or not. That was my list. What do you? Or think no, Josh about, Hart. It was um, Josh Hart, and then they took Derek White. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't I mean I I definitely like to see the um, Grizzlies l- trying to get their young guys to develop. That's pretty cool to see. Uh I totally forgot about Dylan Brooks, but yeah, he's definitely a young guy like I I think earlier in his career he kind of underperformed, but I think now he's starting to adjust to the league. And uh he he did, now the team has hope. They have Morant, they have Jerry 3J. They just have 3J, to make sure but, that Dion yeah. Waiters is not handing out any sketchy gummies to some of the players. Oh my goodness. Is he, he on to- the team? I, did they wave him? I don't know. Oh, yeah, there's Waiters. Yeah, Waiters, but he was playing decent the one game he played. Waiters is like a fun wild card to have. Yeah. He's not going to play. Yeah, I think he got released. He'll come in some random night in like the middle of April and just like hit like four threes. Yeah. It'll be fun. The Lakers want him, yeah. He got released. See, that's why we need the, the extra trade deadline, the trade grace period, because then the Lakers But that's make. what the buyout market is. Uh, kinda. Kinda. Tristan Thompson in the buyout market. Is that the best player of the last five years in the buyout market? Tristan Thompson? Yeah, like the most talent. No. I'm sure there's somebody, but there has to be like somebody Tyson better. Tyson Chandler. Tristan. There has to be somebody better. All I, right. There, there has to be. He's pretty good, though, for the buyout market. I'm just saying. All right, Iggy, what, where does this put the heat now in terms of final contenders? Does this put them over the top? Can they win the finals now? Can they win the finals now? Were they going to win the good finals is without Iggy? Iguodala? How really good is Iggy? Like, we haven't seen him Samson play that just much this Google year. Google searched Heat, and the movie came up with Pacino and De Niro. Do you like that movie? Uh, it's one of the great acting scenes of all time when him and De Niro, are, De Niro and Pacino are in the diner. De Niro and Pacino. Should we just watch the Let diner it. scene right now? Yeah, we, we all won't. Um, I, definitely, I think the Heat are definitely surprising people about how good they are. Um... I don't think they make it to the finals. I could see the conference finals, though. But um, does this, like, does having Iguodala and Crowder, I like the fact that they got Crowder in that deal, too. And even Solomon Hill. Solomon Hill's been kind of, like, yeah. decent when he plays. Who's That's this? Who's, a great guy to have with the 10th man on your bench. You know he can come in and do a little something. Who's the second best team in the East? Man, I kind of, I don't know. I like the Heat team. I just, I, I, I'm I gravitating toward the Heat, mm-hmm. but maybe it's just out of just, like, personal 
feelings toward the Heat. No, I definitely like the Heat team, especially when Jimmy Butler's there. And I that's why I wanted Bama Bio to start over and beat. I definitely like this Heat team. I'm I, I I'm just jealous of the Raptors. The Raptors of what the Spurs have been for like the last five years. It's like a great team, but they don't really have a great player. Yeah. Like say what you want about Siakam, he's been like you yeah, know, it's a really good organization. He's been like really he's been like team. really good since he's came back from injury. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been like that like all star first team all NBA yeah. type of guy he was, but you know, he's still been really good. And then they have like this weird collection of guys. Like Terrence Davis has been really good for him. OG Ananobi. Yeah, like they have all these guys that are coming off the bench being good. This is what the Spurs were for like the last five years. Yeah. And now the Raptors have it. So I'm just jealous of the Raptors. I don't like the Raptors. They're a good organization, I feel like. The Celtics, it's the same four guys it's been for a while. The same, at least, I mean, Kemba's different than Kyrie, Mm -hmm. but it's like the same general idea. Yeah. So maybe I'm just bored with them. No big man. I kind of want to just see them do it in the playoffs. What if they get Tristan Thompson? I don't know. I don't. I think it could fit. I think I think it would be a good move. It would make him better, but I better rebounder. Are they going to beat the Bucks just because they have Tristan Thompson? I don't think so. No, but I th- I could see him beat the like seventy sixers. I'm out on it. I'm so frustrated with them. Yeah, I can't deal with them right now. And then the Pacers, I'll be interested to see what they have like with like a Brogdon Oladipo backcourt. They've been on a losing streak though. Like everybody in the East is on a losing streak right now. Uh, they've been four, five, so I think, six, I think if six I was game losing, I think streak. if I was doing a bracket, I would have the Heat second right now. I would, yeah, I would definitely. work a work away. I don't know what they're the three seeds, so they would, yeah, they would play like, oh no, the four seeds, so they would have to play the Bucks in the, yeah, in the next round, but so that would be a bummer, but <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good series. Do you think the Bucks getting 70 wins? 70 wins, 70 wins, they're on pace they're, right now. They're gonna win, 70 they haven't games. had 10 losses, yet. they're not gonna win 70, they games. haven't had 10 losses, they'll lose three more games. They're not gonna. They'll, they'll need to lose. Oh yeah, they need to lose more. Twelve, twelve games. They'll, Five they'll, games to lose. They'll be like a sixty. What would sixty-eight? I can't do the math that quick. Yeah. Sixty-eight and fourteen. Yeah, that'll be about right. No, they're gonna get seventy wins. Sixty-nine. They'll go sixty-nine wins. I'm calling it. <laughs> sixty-nine and nice. thirteen. In those Cream City that, jerseys. In the Cream City jerseys. Samson, that's inappropriate. There are children that listen to this. I love those Cream City jerseys. They look cool. I think they look great. They just. It's 2020, <laughs> people. Wake up. Know what you're yeah, putting on your chest. They have a really easy schedule, though. They, I think they've had, they have the easiest or You can't win 20, 69 games with the Cream City on your chest. It doesn't work that way. But, yeah, yeah. if you look at those uh, the games, they have, like, consistently, like, one time, one in every two or three games. They're playing a lottery team. Like, they're playing the Wizards, the Pistons in two games, and then the Wizards in two more, and then the Thunder in a couple more, which, you know... And then the Hornets right after. In a couple more. Like two, a couple, you know, two. And then they have, yeah, then they have to play. Should we just go to the next one? You're just reading the schedule now. Should we just go to the next trade? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. This is the final trade. Capella to the Hawks. Covington to the Rockets. Uh, Denver gets a bunch of random guys. And Minnesota gets a bunch of random guys and Malik Beasley. Who won the trade? Uh, The Rockets. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and just from watching the games, Russell Westbrook has been playing way better without Clint Capella in the middle of the paint. Like, it's been opened up. Um, B.J. Tucker can drag out the center usually. Um, I think it definitely is a better system for him to work in, uh, both of the guys. I, I was surprised James Harden had better numbers. I mean, because he, he was pretty de- – I think he played really well with Clint Capella in the pick and roll. Um, but I think their defense – might be a bit better. That game I mean, that was the, the big thing. Was that was the big thing, right? Was like how defensively are they going to get mm-hmm. to keep up with these teams? It's like one, they're not playing Capella at the end of games anyway. So if you want to, 
like take a look at their defense, like just like watch the last like six minutes of important games. Capella's probably not on the floor mm-hmm. unless they're playing like Rudy Gobert. Because did you watch the that Lakers game? I did. Yeah. And they kind of just make up like like just like being really long and like arms yeah. up all the time and Coving like Covington is like first team all NBA at this point. He's been incredible. <laughs> I don't know. These guys first drive, team. he's like no slapping the ball away from him. But they're just like arms up him, Tucker, even they're just packing the lane all the time. Even Harden can at least like stand in a spot and get in somebody's way. Mm-hmm. So they're making it work. I mean, they got like killed by the Suns like a couple of nights ago, but they yeah. didn't have Westbrook. So maybe Westbrook. Yeah, they didn't like, have Westbrook. Maybe Westbrook's then... like the secret to unlocking this team. Who knows? Well, because when they had Westbrook, the next game, I'm just it very, was thanks to. I'm another... very anti-Westbrook at this point, so I don't like it when he's good because it makes it hard, harder for me to like argue against him. I think he's been. I think he's been playing. But better. yeah, he's been like really, I started, really I good like the last like game. twenty games or so. He's been really good. Yeah. No, the next game they had, if it was not for another Bogdanovich big time three buzzer beater three. They would have beaten them and would have been three and one I, in their last four games. When we were Detroit. going through, when they were like selecting the All Star teams and we were like comparing our rosters, mm-hmm. I had Bogdanovich as one of the options, and you laughed no. at me. I'd still laugh at you for that, bro. I'm just saying, no I didn't way. say I put him on. I just was, no. I just had his name written down as oh somebody to consider. Goodness. Yeah, but you had Devin. At least you had Devin Booker in there. So. Yeah, I did. I'm not stupid. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not like the other the people that vote. Oh my goodness. Uh, but yeah, no, the Rockets have been playing well in that game against the uh, Lakers. They had the same number of blocks, and I think and one I heard an announcer brought up a good point where when teams see this big of like maybe uh, advantage, they might abuse it and like just go straight to the post instead of running like actual basketball. Well, the, the the weird thing about the Lakers is like you should do that because you have Anthony Davis and but you have they, LeBron. They, they tried though and they lost. Like they went away from. That's what I'm saying. That's the confusing thing about it. So yeah. it's not just like well, it's just like over like you said like they'll like throw in big guys that mm-hmm. shouldn't be in the game, but just because they're big, they're gonna play. Mm-hmm. Like you have Davis and LeBron, like you should be able to attack those weaknesses. Yeah, but. I th- I think the I think the problem though with the small lineup is that you put a lot of wear and tear on the same guys because they have to like put in more effort, which they have been lately. But I, they have to make it through the rest of the regular season and then those playoffs. I think it wears out on them. And they have to do that game. anyways. The Rockets only play like seven guys anyways. Yeah, but like and then every other and then like hurt. once a week they throw in Chris Cle- Chris Clemens for like nine minutes a game. Yeah, but like, now, it's not like these guys more, are it's still going to put more wear and tear because they're it's not putting more when they're wear and tear. They're already playing the same amount of like, minutes. Like PJ Tucker has to guard their big men more often. I think he and PJ then Tucker's all the rebounding. Fine. I'm just saying it'll put more wear and tear. And these guys who are known to be peaking, like both Russell Westbrook and James Harden, who are known yeah. to peak. Russell Westbrook now, and James Harden and are going to fizzle out in the playoffs. We yeah. already know what's going to happen. Yeah. So I'm saying this is going to make. I just it like even going all in on a on a better lineup. A lineup yeah. that you want to play anyways, like just play it all the time. Yeah, no, I like their move. I'm just saying that it's going to tear them, wear, them, wear them out even more. It's going to be a bigger fall. That's what I'm trying to say. A bigger fall than what, 0 for 24? <laughs> oh, my goodness. That was because Chris Ball was Can injured. you get a bigger okay? fall? That was because Chris Ball was injured. Um, Do they make this trade if they have Chris Paul instead of Westbrook? No. Because so. I think Chris Ball needs like kind of – him to run the offense. He kind of needs a big man. And Russell Westbrook, he's been thriving in this system. He, I mean, him cutting to the paint um, because there's no big man. He's just bigger and more athletic, and he can take better advantage of no man in the paint than Chris Paul, who would probably need someone to set a screen to shoot because he's more of a shooter. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it looks like we're How much running time out of time. It's like. Are you done? Are you going to have to go? Yeah, I'm Am I going to have to do all-star game by myself? I mean, if you want to do an all-star podcast. Oh, man, they're going to have to listen to me monologue. That's no fun. <laughs> um, they need Samson to uh, 
to maybe some get other the aggregators time. going. When's the All Star game? Sunday night. Oh, give me your quick well, predictions. Like three tomorrow. point contest. Three point contest. Okay, quick fire. Uh, slam dunk. Pat Connaughton should not be in the slam dunk. I had to get that one. Dwight out. Howard should not be I, in the slam dunk contest. Uh, what? I think Con- I'm more what? excited for Connaughton than Howard. What? <laughs> Yes, that was the most ugly voice crack ever, but I do not care. Pat Connaughton should not be in the All-Star contest. He can barely reach the rim. He can barely touch the rim. You watch these games, he's like, uh, he's, he's like T-Rex trying. arms. He's so, he's so athletic. He, he can barely, barely make it. He, he just like jumps off one toe and he's at the rim. You show me a windmill dunk for Pat Connaughton and then I'll believe it. I be- Dwight I just Howard can't. I just have faith. So. Um, the winner is Aaron Gordon. Um, he's definitely the best dunker in this um in the slam dunk skills challenge uh i'll gotta go quick fire siakam you're not gonna go with your boy tatum i i like tatum but i think siakam is just a longer guy i don't know it might help i don't know but tatum is a better shooter so i might go with Tatum. Those he has been arms, on fire later less less distance between the tire and his you're right you're right the release point of his pass and that tire he's throwing into <laughs> long arms uh but yeah no I'll, I'll go with tatum he's a better shooter I think well, I don't want to. I don't want to change your mind. I just no, I, you know. I know I mean, you're. I forgot Tatum. Your love you know. for Tatum. Yeah, no, I'm going with Tatum in this one. I mean, him and Middleton are probably the best shooters, but I gotta go with Tatum. Uh, three point contest. Dame Lillard. No, Bertans. We have to go with Bertans. We had to go with your favorite guy, Bertans. Um, best shooter in the league, Davis yeah, Bertans. Not wrong. And then uh, the All Star game. That's, that's actually kind of close. I gotta go with the West because <laughs> oh, Team LeBron, uh, Team LeBron. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I think Trey Young will put up like three deep threes. Do you care about the Rising Star game at all? No, no, I, I don't. I know. Me neither. Yeah, I know you care. Just about wanted the to. I just, game. I just wanted to have another person say it. I kind of want the world to win. Just saying. For the world, well, that would the be world. like that. Like you would be Team World, right? If you were in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like your guys right there. <laughs> oh my goodness. Are you seriously doing this? What? That's not. It's true. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, no. I. I mean, yeah. I. I. I definitely. Yeah. I haven't looked at rosters lately. Uh, but who is on those rosters? By the Mo way, Mo Wagner. Yeah, maybe I'd go with USA. <laughs> Crap. Is Jason Tatum young enough to be on? No. The Jason Tatum's too old. Um, I have the rosters right here if you want it. Yeah. Right. Who's on the rosters? Wait, pick it. I'm oh, Doncic is on the roster. Yeah, I'm going with the world. Yeah, I forgot Doncic is on the team. Doncic is going to go like two. Because they have Devontae Graham, Tyler Hero, Wendell Carter. Hero's out. Yeah, Kendrick Nunn, P.J. Washington. The other guys have SGA, Doncic, R.J. Barrett, Aiton, Alexander Svi, Ruri Hachimara, Morris Wagner. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm going with the world. They're stacked. Golly. I don't know. And no, it's not just because... I'm black. I was born in Kansas City, so I am American. But I think you could, you could play the card though, right? <laughs> oh my! Like goodness. if you looked at these two rosters, like which one would you rather be on? The world. Yeah. So you could Definitely. be like, you could be like, I, I, you know. Okay, but my parents, at this, you man. Tell me who's the better team. I mean, the the world's like a better team if I was gonna do like a seven game series. Oh, but you're saying one game you trust the USA? I don't know. I like I kind of like the team that has like a bunch of like the underrated, unproven guys in a game that doesn't matter. Like all these guys have I mean, nothing yeah. to prove. Like we all know Eric Pascal. Like Doncic is, is not making the world team, team world. No, but I just like the fact that they're all going to probably try them harder. I mean Zion Williams, Bridges, Carter, Monte Graham, PJ Washington isn't making team world. 
Like Team World is stacked. Mo right? Wagner's on Team World. Any of those guys could take Mo Wagner's oh, spot. Mo Wagner's only on this team to fill out a roster spot. I mean, you're not wrong, but and I love Mo Wagner. I'm gonna. I like doing that thing where you're like, I love him, but man, he's awful. Because <laughs> I'm a homer. Yeah, but no. Great person. Great person, Mo Wagner. The world, world is stacked. I can't believe. Love that. him. Not a great player. Brandon Clark's been playing well for the Grizzlies. I don't. I actually care about it. I'm gonna watch it just to be. I like, mean, I'll watch it. I mean, I probably won't watch it, but. I think I might watch it's it. It's Valentine's Day, it. so I, you know, I'm probably busy oh, doing stuff. Oh, if it's on stuff. Valentine's Day, then probably not. You're, I'll you look have, up the highlights. You have quite the, the busy highlights. Valentine's Day plan, don't you? Do you want to tell us about that, or is uh, you have to keep that a secret? You want to tell us, Remington? You tell you tell first, and I'll I'll tell. Hey, I'm still working stuff out. Yeah, me too. Actually, <laughs> I'm not even lying. It. So wish us luck on our Valentine's days. Yeah. You have to go to work. Uh, yeah, I got work. Okay, so I'll I'm, go through the All Star. I wish I could talk all day, but I'll go through the All Star teams with yeah. by myself then. Break them down. I yeah, have, Bam should be starting. Devin Booker should be on the team. And Russell Westbrook actually earned his place. And so If anything Roland, else, so stay tuned anyway. to listen. I have a way to fix the All-Star game. That'll be really interesting. I'll force Samson to listen to it at some point. All right, Samson's gone. He had to go to work. Man's got to get out there, make a living for himself, earn that money. But I just wanted to really quickly run through... All the all-star events, I know Samson gave his picks right before he took off, but I just wanted to go into a little bit more detail. Not a whole lot because, you know, it's all-star weekend. How much detail does it really deserve? But I, I enjoy it. I love it. And I just kind of wanted to run through the events. Uh, let's start with Friday night, the first. Well, not the first event, but the Rising Star game. We already touched on it. We probably spent too much time on it. Who really cares about this game? The only thing I'm interested in is to see if Zion plays. And I don't, you know, who knows? Nothing has come out. I don't think that suggests either way, but we'll see if he plays. But you know, like Mo Wagner's in this game, and Mo Wagner scores like four points a game, so not a whole lot going on in the Rising Star game. Uh, but another event takes place Friday night, and it is the absolute best event possible on All Star Weekend. That is the Celebrity Game, not just the Celebrity Game, the Celebrity Game presented by Ruffles, and this is my favorite event from All Star Weekend. And I just kind of want to run through the teams real quick. Let's run through the players, see who we got. Um, the first, well, the two teams that we have are Team Smith. That would be Stephen A. Smith. Uh, he's coaching against Team Wilbon, Michael Wilbon from PTI. So actually kind of a fun coaching matchup there. I think the coaches have been a, a little bit weak the last couple of years. I think the Rachel Nichols, Katie Nolan coaching battle was kind of exciting. But this should be fun. Wilbon, Stephen A., they're both, you know, high-ranking ESPN personalities, and I think they'll be fun to cut into every once in a while when we hear Stephen A. yelling at some of his players. So let's start with Team Wilbon. The best player on Team Wilbon's famous Los. He's last year's MVP from the Celebrity Game. He's constantly in these, like, random pickup games that there's just, like, one NBA-associated YouTube ta- YouTube channel that runs all these pickup games with, like, these famous YouTube basketball players, I guess. And he's always in it, so he's always playing. So you can always watch him. Last year's MVP, he's pretty good. Um, he's on this team, clearly, to balance out Quavo, who's on the other team. And we'll see how he does. Last year, his team won, and he got the MVP over Quavo. So we'll see if this is like a, a revenge year for Quavo or Famous Los are just better. But The captain of Team Wilbon is Common. Common, the guy from the Microsoft AI commercials. Also, the rapper. I don't know if he would prefer that order for things that he's known for, but... I've seen him more in the Microsoft commercials than I have listened to his music, but his all-star celebrity game appearances 
are most famously associated with him being crossed up by a shaggy-haired Justin Bieber. And, I, you know, it's a little disappointing. Common's a grown man. He got shook by, like, a teenager with uh, some droopy hair. And he will at least motivate his team. I don't know if you've ever seen those Microsoft commercials. He's pretty, you know, AI is leading the future. It's, it's a big deal. So, you know, he'll, he'll maybe give some motivating speeches. But he plays a lot of pickup. Uh, he's kind of a team player. The best case scenario is that he just plays within himself and like throws a lot of passes and swings the ball a lot. But we'll see. Maybe he grabs like some rebounds. He's kind of a big dude. But he's the captain of Team Wilbon. This is a Chicago All-Star event, so this is Chicago people that are the captains of the teams. Uh, the next player is Bad Bunny. And Bad Bunny is no Bad Bunny. Yeah, I wrote that one out myself. Uh, he played in last year's game. He moves really slow, doesn't play defense. He'll he'll probably start, but he probably won't play. They'll probably pull him after a couple minutes. Not not a lot of excitement coming from Bad Bunny. The next guy on Team Wilbon, Hannibal Burris. Hannibal Burris, stand-up comedian, pretty funny. Loves the NBA, always talking about it. Uh, I think he's like from like the Bay Area, so I think he's like a Golden State fan. Uh, loves gambling on the NBA, and I couldn't find any video of him playing basketball but i found one video of him whispering to steph curry in a gym for like seven seconds so i don't know if that's i don't know how that's going to benefit him but you know if you want to be great you know follow greats hang out with greats and whisper to steph curry i guess because maybe he'll give you some shooting advice so hopefully that pays off for team wilbon next guy kane brown country music singer kane brown i still can't believe kane brown's a country music singer i just never look at him and go oh that's a country music singer I think K. Brown looks like a fun guy to hang out with, and I've just never, ever wanted to hang out with the country guy before. I'm not a big country fan, but, hey, maybe K. Brown will change my mind. But he plays a lot of basketball. He's got a really low shot, so I don't know if he's going to have quite the three-point range. Kind of a quiet guy, too. Doesn't seem like he'll be, you know, in the huddle doing a lot of stuff. But that's okay, because they got, like I said, they got common. I'm pretty sure Hannibal Burst will try to make some jokes. Uh, will Bond will probably be talking a lot, acting like he knows how to coach. So they don't need a lot of voices on this team. And he'll fit in. You know, he'll probably play. He'll probably be okay delegating to Famous Lowe's because he's not going to, like, demand the ball at all. I think he's from – I think he's an Indiana fan. I saw I saw a video of him playing basketball in a Pacers shirt, so I don't know if he's an Indiana fan or not. I just – you know, the Pacers are not a shirt you would just, like, pick up and wear just for the the fashion of it, I guess. So we'll see. He'll his best bet is just to kind of hang out in the mid range and hit some shots, which doesn't make him a very efficient player, but at least he's got experience. The next guy is John Batiste. I think I said that right. He is the band leader on the Stephen Colbert show. I don't know if that's is it tonight with Stephen Colbert, the Stephen Colbert show. I don't remember what it's called. He's the guy that leads the band. He again, there's not a lot of videos of him playing basketball. There's nothing on his Wikipedia about his basketball experience. But he's got really big hands, and I saw a couple pictures of him. He's got some cool shoes on. So, you know, clearly he's tied into the culture. He's pretty lean. I don't I don't know if that's important or not in a celebrity game, but he is lean, and he's got those big hands. So, you know, maybe he'll be like Kawhi Leonard. Who knows? But we got, we got the band leader. So full of musicians here early for Team Wilbon. And I'm interesting. I'm interested to see what Batiste will. Batiste, I, I'm really hoping I'm saying that right. I'm really interested to see what he'll do in this game. Let me see. My computer is stuck. Let's scroll down. There we go. All right. Next guy, Team Wilbon, Alex Moffat. Yeah, this is a 
an SNL cast member on one of the most s, you know, one of the most forgettable SNL casts. So not a lot of people are going to know the name Alex Moffat, but he'll give himself some publicity. And he was part of the Chicago Bulls dunk team at one point. So I don't know if he means he's like really athletic or if he's just really good at bouncing off of trampolines or if he's even good at basketball. Because I know I'm good at bouncing off of trampolines. I work at a trampoline park. I wouldn't say I'm a great athlete. I'm a decent athlete, but boy, do I know how to jump on a trampoline and throw down a between-the-legs dunk. So who knows if he's just good at that or if he's a real athlete, but at least he's got some basketball experience, so that'll be good for Team Wilbon. He can play a little bit. Um, next guy, Chef Jose Andres. Every team's got to have a guy that is just a little bit on the heavier side and out of shape and just going to do a lot of huffing and puffing, and that's what Jose Andres is going to do. He'll, he's a very charismatic guy. He's the only guy on this list whose profession is labeled. He was showed up on the roster as Chef Jose Andres just because chefing is such a well-respected profession. You have to put it on there and be like, you know, doctor, so-and-so, you have Chef Jose Andres. But each every team's got to have one, and uh, Will Bonds is Jose Andres, Chef Jose Andres. All right, last celebrity normal guy on Will Bond's team is Jidenna. Jidenna. I don't know. He's a rapper. He's very much like common in the way he speaks. He's very like deep in his thoughts and always trying to come up with something really good to say. He dabbled in polyamory. Some form of polygamy. I don't want to say which one well, I mean, I can't. It's clear that you heard me mispronounce it. But he, he was very specific in this one video I watched. He's like, no, I go this way, not that way. But he did dabble around in that. And he's very smart. When he was coming out of high school, he had a choice to go to Harvard, but ended up going to Stanford. So all things that are not relevant to him as a basketball player, but all things that are interesting anyways. And then the last two people, they always have the WNBA player and the former NBA you know, player, not necessarily star, but player. So the WNBA player for Wilbon is Chelsea Gray. Uh, she's multiple-time all, all WNBA, all-star in the WNBA. And that's all I know about her because that's how I looked up on Wikipedia. So, And then the NBA player for his team is Quentin Richardson, who is you know, currently playing basketball in the Big Three, so he's continued to play, keeping himself in playing shape. I think that'll be a good advantage for him. Last year was the first year in a while that the NBA stars actually had like a real impact on the game. Ray Allen and Jason J. Williams, I guess we call him J. Williams, were really going at each other there for a while. So that really uh, made the game more fun and entertaining. And that's the first time that's happened in a while from the NBA stars' perspective. So they have Quentin Richardson. Overall, Team Wilbon, I kind of like. I liked it better when I looked at the list of players and didn't go researching into them. But we'll see. We'll see if Common gets crossed by anybody. There's no, you know, there's no shaggy-haired teenagers on the other team, so I think he'll be fine. All right, let's go to Team Stephen A. We're getting through this. That's one team down. We have one more team to go. We'll start with Stephen A's best player, and that is obviously the best player in this whole game and most widely known as the best player in this game, and that's Quavo, the rapper from Migos. And he, is this his third? I believe this is his third year in this game. Last year, he looked like he was kind of feeling himself too much. He was a little chill. He was just kind of really really hanging back a lot, not being super aggressive. It kind of felt like he thought he was kind of on the level of the NBA and WNBA players. 
But maybe, and he, you know, his team lost and he didn't get the MVP. So maybe this will be like a year he'll really come back, try hard. I think he wants to get like 20 or 30 in one of these games. I forget how much he had last year. I know the year he won the MVP, he was really upset he didn't get to 20. He had 19. So we'll see if he comes back and tries to go for like 25 or 30. Uh, he was just recently in this celebrity pickup game. I believe it was by the NBA trainer Chris Brickley, who's always posting uh, videos about like NBA runs and celebrity runs he's having. And he looked really good. And he, the shot looks good. He showed that he could hit from the four-point line. They added the four-point line last year. He showed that he could hit from there. He's got the range. So we'll see how he does this year. Hopefully he tries a little bit harder and you know, really wants to get it. Because I think if he goes out and goes after, I think Stephen A has a real advantage over Wilbon. The next player, the captain of Team Stephen A, is Chance the Rapper. And, well... Chance the Rapper is just not good at basketball. There's a lot of videos of him just, like, bricking shots, like, a lot. Uh, he's recently worked with uh, the celebrity shooting trainer, though, Lethal Shooter, who, you know, is really famous on Instagram for training athletes and just, like, hitting, like, a bunch of threes in a row in Instagram videos. So maybe that'll help him. Maybe he'll fix, like, his elbow or his hand or something. I don't know what's really going on with him. I just know the ball's not going in. And I think Chance thinks the ball is going to go in more than it does, which means he's going to shoot a lot. And his brother, Chance the Rapper's brother, Taylor Bennett, is also in it. If you don't listen to Taylor Bennett's music, go listen to it. It's really good. But I can't imagine he's, like, so much better at basketball than Chance. Or he's just way better. I don't really know. It's going to go one of the other ways. Uh, there's no way they're the same exact skill level. Ch Taylor's going to be either way worse or way better. I don't know. I just feel like it's going to go that way. But maybe Chance has fixed a shot. Maybe he knew this was... The celebrity game appearance was coming. He knew he had to get back and work. And if that's the case, love the attitude, love the grind. You know, put your music career to a halt, which is what you make a living and what you're famous for, and focus on the celebrity game. That's what I like to hear. So the next player on Team Stephen A is LaRoyce Hawkins, who is an actor on Chicago PD, I believe. I don't know. I forgot to write it down. I, I'm i sure I could just look it up right now, but I'm not going to. I'm just going to guess he's on Chicago PD. He's kind of a wild card in this game. He played in played basketball in high school, but left when he was like a sophomore to join the speech team. So either you have to be really bad at basketball to want to join the speech team, or you have to be good and just like supremely confident in yourself that your speech speeching career is going to work out. And I think and you know it did. He's an actor. He's I think he does a little comedy as well. So, you know, the speech team all paid off, but that could be concerning if you wonder why anybody would leave the high school basketball team for the speech team. Nothing against the speech team, but, you know, come on, it's high school basketball. He is the most likely of anybody here to flirt with whoever is covering the game from sideline. I don't know if it'll be like Cassidy Hubbard or whatever. A lot of interviews he does, he's really, you know, he's really going after the reporters, so... Keep an eye out. I'm throwing a warning to ESPN right now, whoever's covering the game. Just, you know, be on the lookout for him. He will. He'll probably throw a few winks in there. He'll do something. I don't know. Whatever charming people do, he'll do it. And he'll try to try to hit on him. Uh, Spice Adams is the next player on Team Stephen A. Spice Adams is like a comedy basketball player who's like does like the parodies on Instagram. He's basically like Brandon Armstrong, who was the MVP of this game a couple years ago, but Brandon Armstrong actually like He's good at basketball, and I really have no idea if Spice Adams is. I just know he's, he's, a, he's a comedian, so he's going to take a lot of bad shots. I don't see him playing in crunch time 
Uh, I don't know how he plays D and keep up with some of the guys, the quicker guys like Famous Los or Kane Brown or maybe even John Batiste with those cool shoes. Who knows if he'll be able to keep up with him. So I'm a little concerned about Spice Adams that he might be detrimental to the team. But I hope he's not. It'd be really fun for him to be good. It'd be good good content for his uh, Instagram page. And then in order to battle Chef Jose Andreas, Team Stephen A. has been assigned Mark Larcy, Lassery. Mark Lassery, I think that's how it is. Uh, he's the owner of the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, he's the the hustle guy. Well, I don't know. We'll just call him the hustle guy out of respect. We don't want to say anything offensive. That would just be mean. But he's going to hustle. He's had some experience in this game. He gets a lot of rebounds. If it's one of those times where everybody jumps up for the rebounds, but nobody's feet leave their ground, they're all just kind of tipping it, he can come up with those. Uh, I have confidence in him. And he can play. He can play in spurts. So we'll see. We'll see how he does. I'm sure he'll be fun. Uh, second to last guy, Ronnie 2K. Ronnie 2K was in this game last year as well. He's really tall. Surprisingly tall, if you know anything about Ronnie 2K. I don't. I've heard the name, but I don't have. Didn't have much experience. Just like you know, watching him in interviews or anything until last year's game. Was surprised how tall he was. I think he can be the perfect role man to Quavo and you know if they're doing stuff with Royce Hawkins if he turns out to be good. Uh, we'll see if we get a Spice Adams, Ronnie 2K sort of ordeal going on there, some offense. But he's going to hustle. He's going to be okay in his role, so that's going to be good because they're going to have a lot of guys. Like I said, Spice Adams is going to take some shots. Hawkins is probably going to come out and take a lot of shots. And you really want Quavo to kind of run the team. But, you know, again, like who knows if he's going to be good or not. You know, he's not an NBA player. I'm sure he will be, but you can just, you know, you, don't, you never know. He might come out and shoot like 35% from the field. Who's to say? All right, the last guy on Team Stephen A is, or last guy, I should say last girl, is Caitlin Owashi. I think I butchered that. If you don't know who it is, just look her up. She's a gymnast. She has had a lot of perfect scores, I think, in the last couple of years. And she's just become really famous for speaking out about like body image and you know stuff like that, bullying and different things. So she's a good story. I'm sure they'll interview her and cut away and do some pieces on her so that you know she'll be there for the content and you know she might really be good at basketball who knows we'll see um and then the WNBA player for Stephen A is Asia Wilson Asia Wilson former WNBA rookie of the year and like her counterpart on the other team Chelsea Gray she's been on all NBA all WNBA and she's been all-stars um the NBA player for Stephen A and the last player on his team is Quentin Richardson's friend and I believe their nickname back in the day was the knuckleheads uh, Darius Miles did not get drafted in the big three the last uh, last season, so that's a little disappointing. But I'm sure he's been keeping himself in playing shape. If you're friends still, you know, with with NBA players that are currently playing, I'm sure you're out there in games and you're getting into different pickup games and run around. If Quavo can get in a celebrity run, I'm sure Darius Miles is getting getting some you know NBA runs. So I'm sure he's not totally out of shape. So there you go. There's the longest, most unnecessary breakdown of the celebrity game. Please watch it. It's the greatest event on All-Star Weekend. It's the only thing that truly matters. And now you know everybody. And in case you were wondering how bad Bunny was going to do in this game, you know because I broke it down for you. So let's move on to Saturday night. That's kind of what I think we're all here for. All-Star Saturday night starts with the skills challenge. Um, I I think Spencer Dinwiddie is the most likely to win this. That's who I have on my list. I have Tatum second, Gilgis Alexander third. Um, 
I don't know. I the guy who I thought was going to win always gets knocked out in the first round. So I'm sorry, Spencer Dinwiddie. And plus, he's a former champion, and I don't know how well former champions do in this event. I think they've only, I mean, back to back has only happened like once or twice, but he wouldn't be back to back. So maybe he'll come back and win it. But I think Spencer Dinwiddie wins this. I think Bam Adebayo would be like the trendy pick if you want to go with the big man. Um, I mean, I can see it. I, I I wonder how he'll do on the three point shot, but his passing, the way he can handle the ball, it's all good. But I think he'll kind of be like the trendy pick that everybody, you know, if they want to go big man, who's kind of the little bit of a sleeper you go with. I think it's out of bio. And I would watch out for Shea Gildas Alexander. And I've also just named half the contestants. So I, you know, throw my hat in everybody's ring. But uh, the, should we do dunk or three point? I think people, dunk contest is last. Let's go three point contest. I don't know how I could pick against my man, Bertans. Uh, called him the best shooter in the league. I still agree with that. I have an emotional connection to Duncan Robinson, who's also in this event, played at Michigan, was part of the Final Four team that you know beat Loyola Chicago in the Final Four, then eventually lost to Villanova in the national championship game. But Bertans was a spur. Still can't believe they traded him for the thought, not even for the certainty, but for the thought that they could get Marcus Morris, who's definitely a guy I would not want on my team. And you know who the Spurs could use right now? Just kind of a big guy that shoots, and I think Bertans fits that description more perfectly than anybody in the NBA. I don't know if that's true, but I just love Bertans, and I'm going to say it. So I think he wins. I, You know, Joe Harris you have to consider, and then Robinson I'm just emotionally attached to. I think there's like a handful. Of, like Lillard, I, Lillard, Heald, Graham, Levine, I don't know how they'll do in this event. Uh, I think Lillard's got some shaky history. So does Buddy Heald. And then Devonta Graham and Zach Levine I just don't see as three-point contest shooters. And uh, Trey Young, I feel like he can. he's going to have like a wide variance of what he can do. He's going to go either really bad at first or just like get super hot and shoot really well. So I don't know. But I'm going to pick Bertans. That's, that's where my money's at. Uh, not Duncan Robinson, I'm sorry, but, you know, my heart's still with you. The dunk contest. An interesting group of contestants. Aaron Gordon's obviously the favorite. Um, I think Derek Jones Jr. is the most athletic of the bunch, so I kind of want to lean toward Derek Jones Jr. just to maybe be a little different because I think everybody's going to pick Aaron Gordon. But Aaron Gordon's creativity is through the roof. You saw that with when he lost to Zach Levine in, was that 2016, if I'm getting the year right? If I'm not, you know what I'm talking about. One of the most creative dunk contests I've ever seen, and he basically just got Zach Levine to resort to just jumping from the free throw line every time. And it's impressive, but if that's all you can resort to, like just give the contest to Aaron Gordon. He was constantly pulling just new stuff left and right. Every dunk was a little bit different. I was incredible. And then when he came back the next year to try to win and he was hurt, he wasn't able to, you know, get a lot of the dunks that he was doing. He wasn't able to throw them down, but he had a couple of really cool ones, and I think his creativity is going to be hard to beat. I don't know if Derek Jones Jr. can match that, and when you're in a dunk contest, you have to have that kind of extra creativity. We saw Hanadu Diablo, Diallo, Hanna, the guy who won last year from OKC. He kind of got away with being just creative enough and kind of a boring gun dunk contest he did like a, I think he did like a little Superman thing so you have to have a little a little flair to you Derek Jones Jr. I think could do it if he like went out and you know was talking to people and gathering intel and getting help so we'll see we'll see if he does that I think he's the most athletic though so I think in terms of like what is ceiling for the dunks he could do I think Derek Jones Jr. has the highest one 
Dwight Howard, I'm just not super excited for. I just, you know, we've all seen peak Dwight Howard, and I just don't want to see a lesser version of it. And he's just been really good at just, like, jumping straight up in the air and throwing down a lot this year. So I don't know if he's in dunk contest form or not. But he's really, really slimmed down, so maybe that taking that extra weight off will help him with his bounce. Who knows? Connaughton, I'm cheering for Connaughton. Samson clearly doesn't like Pat Connaughton. He said it before he left. I think he's a really good athlete. I don't think he's trying to go, like, super dunk contesty in the dunk contest. But, yeah, I mean, I was a little surprised when he was in it, but I'm also not surprised he was a two-sport athlete. Incredible leaper and uh, incredible leaper. I don't know if anybody's called it. Whatever. And I, th I think he'll do fine, and I guess I'm just more intrigued to see what he'll do than Dwight Howard because I've never seen him at dunk contest before, and uh, I'll just be interested to see what he does. So there you go. There's Saturday night. I'm going to go with Dinwiddie to win the skills contest, Bertans to win the three-point contest, and I'll just go Derek Jones Jr., to win the dunk contest. He finally gets it this year. He hasn't been in the last couple of years, hasn't got one. So I'll just, I'll go with Derek Jones Jr. All right, look who <clears throat> just showed back up. Back from the dead. Couldn't, couldn't stay away too long. Hey, you know, I sure have work, but this podcast is important. So, um, I just went on through all my picks on Saturday and I did a deep breakdown of the celebrity game. I know how much you care about the celebrity game. So, so I, I, I'm clearing my whole schedule, all right? I don't care if I got, like, some family emergency, like, my car crashes. I don't care. I have to make it to see do this you, game. Uh, do you know which team you're picking? Do you even know who's on the rosters? I don't even know what the teams are called. I'm not oh, going to lie. Okay, that's fine. We'll just keep it that way. <laughs> um, I was going to talk about my idea for how to fix the All-Star game. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's a fix. It'll just make it different. Yeah, I'll change it up. But do you like the way the All-Star game works right now? Um, I wish it went to 15. I do like that now they do an all-star draft and we can see him pick uh, the players. Um, that was annoying that first year when they didn't do that. Um, but I think I think the system is it's okay. Like maybe give more um, votes to the. Well, I don't know. I think people people are people. They're gonna vote crazy things. So it's kind of it's kind of hard to change it because. Like, right now, you could say that you give more uh, votes to, like, the players themselves. The players are probably going to put in, like, someone, some fan favorite. Um, so it's kind of hard to say, which like, just doesn't totally messed up. Which just doesn't happen with the fan voting. Like, like people get upset that Alex Caruso is, like, the fourth guard. But the fan voting only counts for 50%, and then everybody else is just be yeah. like, oh, well, we don't actually want Caruso in the All-Star game. And let's pick other people. Yeah, so. So the fan voting never actually affects that much. I yeah, like so I don't just, know what like there is nice, to fix. I feel like it's a nice way to, you know, pick the captain. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe I just think there could be, like, a little more intrigue oh, in the okay. game. Maybe just I don't know how you would motivate, like, them in the All-Star game to just, like, play harder. Because that's what it ultimately comes down to. That's mm -hmm. why the Pro Bowl is so bad in the NFL is because nobody just tries. Yeah. And they should just make it flag football and just, like, totally commit to nobody trying. Yeah. It'd be way more interesting. That's true. So... The first thing we do is we do what you say. We make it 30 players. Mm -hmm. But we don't make it 30 all-stars. We go five starters like normal, five reserves on each side, so we're okay. 20 players. And then you go five, like next five out. Like they're not all-stars, but if you were going to pick five more, you would pick these five guys. So you would 
shorten the roster to ten, and then you would shorten it. To, have five yeah, you more. You shorten it to ten, and then you would have five guys who are not quite all stars. But if you were gonna pick five more, you would have them. I don't know what we call them yet. The snubs, the all star, yeah. almost the potential all stars. But we go with these five, these five snubs, and then we do the draft as normal because I wanted to find a way to keep the draft in it. Yeah, the draft is actually pretty. I kind of cool. like the idea of the draft. You know, it's only tw- ten minutes of content, but at least it's fun. And Yana's picks like weird teams every year. Hey, he has to have someone to who passes the ball, so that's all that matters. I don't think Giannis is actually bad at drafting teams. I think he just likes putting together like gimmicky teams. Like, remember last year he like picked like all centers. And then this year he's picked like all as many like international people as he could. Yeah, I mean he has because uh, he went with like Embiid and Siakam well, that's right true. away, and yeah he did. Yeah, and then you have a bio who and I don't yeah, think is American, Gobert. So yeah, I mean that's true. I I mean he didn't pick up Jokic, I think, but he did. My only complaint with, that was all, with the draft was they didn't split the teammates up too much. Mm-hmm. So Jimmy Butler and Adebayo are on the same team. Harden and Westbrook are on the they same team. They have Jason Tate and Kemba on different teams, though. Yeah, and then I think Embiid and Simmons are on different teams. But yeah. I think they like that. Yeah. I think they'll be happy with Go that. Go at each other. Uh, yeah. I mean... But aren't Mitchell and Gobert on the same team, too? Mm-hmm. That's like true. Like, everybody's on the same team. That is kind of weird. Like, Butler and Adebayo. I want to see... I would just, like... I just want them to just go in and just, like, flip the teammates around. So flip Westbrook and Mitchell and then flip... I don't know, somebody Westbrook else. and Mitchell? Yeah, so that oh, way you have oh, the Jazz that. players oh, right, on different okay. teams and the Rockets players on different teams. Mm-hmm. If you were drafting, would you, like, pick your teammate? Maybe we should do an all-star draft. We uh, we should. You want to, I mean, you can do We can do it after. All right. If you were drafting, would you pick your teammate? Um, No. I want to play against them. I think I would. I think I yeah, would talk to. Them. I would like, want to I have dunk friends on that them. I play basketball with a lot. Yeah. And if we were doing like an all like a draft for just like one game for fun, I mm-hmm. think I would be like, let's just play against each other for one game. I plus, don't know if I was Giannis, I'd be like, hey Chris, let's just play against each other tonight. And plus, I'd want to play with other players because like you know they're you'd want to play with them because some are like fun to play with, uh, like not Harden, but like guys like Anthony Davis. I'm pretty sure is like throwing a lob to him. That that feels great throwing a lob to someone. Um, you know, guys Plus like Plus you get to like learn Trey these, Young. You get I to mean, learn all these guys like moves and what they do. Yeah, exactly. I noticed that in the Pro Bowl. If you watch the the most interesting about the Pro Bowl is when they like like do the mic'd up video afterwards. Mm-hmm. And Devon and then Breeze is going over to Devontae Adams. He's like like when they're like getting ready to do a play, he's like, Wait, so in your offense do you have the one play where you like one two and then go and then like when the safety comes yeah. over you like do this and be like, Oh yeah, we do it, but we call it this and then like wait, you just like you're giving him the game plan. Exactly. So win like a pro bowl game but i wonder like especially with basketball like how much do they keep secret because like especially with nba like i'm sorry playing... I, think I just switched a bunch of water around in my in my mouth in the microphone so <laughs> because like in the nba there's people who move from team to team so often and like there's and unlike nfl and i remember uh i heard about this some podcast also um there's so many cameras everywhere and you can hear them calling out the plays that like if you really sat down and studied it, you could eventually figure out like everyone's playbook, and like with the different teams and guys jumping from area to area, I mean it's there isn't that much that's secret, you know. Like even in NFL, like everything's now broken to a science where, you know, it, and now that's why you have like Andy Reid pulling up plays from like 1942 with the Rose Bowl with that uh in the Super Bowl because you have to literally pull like plays from out of nowhere like from way back when that aren't used as much because 
Um, now there's so many people who are studying the game that there's barely any secrets left. I don't know. That's how, especially with the Belichicks. I just <laughs> like stealing them, especially in basketball when a lot of it's just like, what can an individual player do from a skill set stamp- standpoint? Just like being around them and just like watching them in person and like like when teammates playing each other, like you've just ex- like you're playing against somebody that was like with you like the day in day out. Mm-hmm. They watch you do like all the drills, all the- they know like where you want to get to, like, all the spots on the floor. Like, you can learn that in film, but I think you just understand it more when you're just, like, watching it and going up against it. So I like the idea of, like, I would, like, pick all the teams. Like, I'd pick, like, all the Eastern players that I know I'm going to go against. I'd be, like, Jimmy Butler. I guess Bam out of bio, but, you know, that's no fun. So I'd be, like, <laughs> Butler, Sabonis, you know, Siakam, Embiid. I'd pick yeah. all those guys that I knew I was going to be going up against. Like, Embiid took Giannis out in the Christmas Day game. Like, pick Embiid again. Mm-hmm. And then, like, learn kind of how he moves on defense. Or yeah, I mean, I you will learn more. I just don't think there's, like, huge secrets that's, like, oh, this is our secret play. But, yeah, I mean, with um, with when you're playing with them, you know, or, like, in practices, I mean, they only have one or two. But when you're around them a lot more, yeah, you do, like, learn their tendencies, like, which way they would want to go, where their spots are. I mean, yeah, you do learn more. Um, but I feel like there's no, like, huge secrets anymore, especially with uh, cameras everywhere. I love how my mic is slipping like every five seconds. Anyway. Okay, so we so we do the draft as normal, but it's a, just a little bit different in how it's broken down. You do the five starters first. You have to pick from the pool of starters. Mm-hmm. You have two captains, same way. One from the east, one from the west. You pick from the pool of starters. Mm-hmm. You pick from the pool of reserves. And then you pick from the pool of the guys that didn't quite make it in. So you have five starters, five reserves, and then five of the, the snub players. Snubs, yeah. And then the teams... The reserve team plays the snub team oh. on Thursday night. You can scrap the you can scrap the games on Thursday night if you want to and just go like all in on this event, or you can just put it on Friday night, like with the Rising Star game. Or mm-hmm. Like who cares about the Rising Star game? I do. Okay, it's fun to see young guys like Jamal Murray. He had that one Rising Star game where it was like, hey, he actually has potential. I mean, I think that's the first time I actually like sat down and watched him like just for him. I don't know, maybe before then. I didn't think he would be – I thought he would be, like, an average starter. But from there, he shows he had potential. But I think it's pretty pointless most <laughs> of the time. But so you play – it's like it's like a tournament, but not quite. So the reserves – the reserve team mm-hmm. from their own team. So, like, Team LeBron's reserves plays Team LeBron snubs, and they play – Wait, the same team plays yes. against each other? Oh. They played a 21. It's like a tournament. Mm-hmm. They played a 21 because – why 21? Because Tim Duncan's the greatest player of all time, and they have to play to twenty. No, they have to play to twenty-four. No, they have to play to for 20. Kobe. For Kobe, I there was a when I was at work the other day, with the basketball hoop. There was a mm-hmm. guy that would come in and shoot, and every time he get ready to shoot, he would think he's like, "Ball me up, I'm gonna shoot one for Kobe, <laughs> for Kobe," and then he missed them all, but it was still funny. Oh, so I, I you, you played to twenty-one. You play best of four. Now, how do you play best of four? It's an even number, right? What if it happens? Don't. What if you get two, two mm-hmm. to two at the mm-hmm. end? You settle it in a sudden death one-on-one tournament. What? <laughs> oh my goodness! Wait, so you would have like, like the coaches? Would you have snubbed coaches for these teams? Sure. Okay. And they and they would pick like their guys. Make it for like one-on-one. make it like just like the assistant. Who needs coaches? Like they just coach themselves. It's like pick up. It's pickup game. You don't need a coach for pickup That's funny. So you play. Samson's literally not even listening to me right I'm now. I'm listening. You have one-on-one. I, no, I have no idea what he's looking at on his computer. I'm right looking now, at. Uh, <laughs> I'm just very. Very into it, so I hope. I am I hope very much listening. 
I'm ready for. I'm. I'm thinking of. I hope it's not those Cream City jerseys. No. <laughs> Are we still talking about those? Yeah. There is more to life than those jerseys. <laughs> not a lot though. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's way up on the priority. Looking list. Looking at my boy Devin Booker's in the All Star game, like he should have been. So anyway. they go. They go one v one on the all in the for a tournament sudden death. Mm-hmm. Since there's five players, there's no way you can come out in a tie. One team's gonna win at least three to two, and the winning snub unit. If a snub unit beats the reserve unit or the reserve, whatever, that unit gets to be the reserve unit for the all-star game. Mm-hmm. So if the snubs win, they get to be the all-star reserves for, say, Team LeBron. If Team LeBron's snubs beat Team LeBron reserves, oh, they I get to be the saying. reserve unit for the all-star game. Mm-hmm. If Team LeBron wins, then they get to be named all-stars, and the team, the reserve unit that lost, gets to they get their all-star stripping away from them. And the snubs get to take their all-star tag. Whoa, wait. So how would that work with like Hall of Fame resumes? Who cares? Like you throw out their go, all their all-stars. Yeah, go, go earn. And then you'd be all- like, oh, he had like all their- five and a half all-stars five because half. he had like one year where he was your, on the snub earn team. Earn your all-star tag. Oh my goodness. Don't just get voted no, that's, in. But they it. wouldn't care about the games either then. Yeah, they would because they'd want to be all-stars. Yeah, but at the same time, like, if, so you wouldn't like, go 100% because you don't want to get injured. If somebody else, so, like, the other team, the lose, if the snubs are on, like, Team Giannis also win and they play against Team LeBron, but they lose, then the reserve unit gets to keep their all-star tag. So you still have to win the all-star game. It sounds pretty confusing. You it's know what really I like? Confusing. The I mid-season just, I'm not, tournament that's being talked about. Only because that's other people are talking about it. That's pretty interesting. Well, it's because it might be an actual idea. I, I kind of like that one better because that's... Now, the reserves, they need an advantage, be right, chill. to beat the snubs. Because, you know, you don't just get a play straight up. Mm-hmm. Something weird could happen. So, the reserves get one starter on their team for the, like, the, the tournament. I don't know. It's not like a tournament. It's just, like, for who's ever playing for the reserve spot. They get one starter, but they can't pick the captain. They get one... Oh, the team, like... I thought they have five already. They do, but they get one starter to play with them in the game. Oh. When they play the snub team. They need Wait, why can't it be the captain? Because they can't, you can't have the captain play. It's too good. You can't That'd be, be chill, good. though. Just, but they would just both pick Giannis and LeBron. That'd be boring. Yeah, and then you could have maybe them go one-on-one. On one. What if they went one-on-one in the overtime of one of these games? They That'd wouldn't, be because they chill. wouldn't pair it up that way. What do you mean? They wouldn't be like... They wouldn't like Giannis would go, and then they wouldn't like throw LeBron out to play Giannis one-on-one. I don't think they would do that. I think that if if you needed one player to do one on one, wouldn't you want your best players? Are they doing one on one this year? They changed all the rules. Are they just doing? No, they're not. I think that's how they should. Just it's just do going it. to twenty four. That's how they should do overtime, anyways. Just one on one tournament. They should just have a one on one tournament. I don't like the idea of just doing a one on one. Why? Tournament. Because it's kind. Of, it kind of. It's a short event. It kind of gets old. They were going to do that one year. I don't I, yeah, way back when like people were in their prime, but then of course stuff didn't. Way back when people were in their. Prime. Yeah, like Jordan. <laughs> uh, Trying to think of names, I don't know, was not ready. <laughs> um, anyway, yes, there are Magic Johnson. I think Larry Bird would have been in it too. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I did the best job of explaining this, but do you kind of get the gist of it though? Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying I'd rather have a whole tournament of one on one. Seeing like Doncic take on like James Harden, LeBron against Giannis, like just go watch like Team USA pick up drills. Like yeah, I love watching team. those. Yeah, I love watching USA team like from the post. When oh my goodness, I watch those all day. It's honestly just Kyrie is the only one that really tries. And I think Paul Durant. Durant. Durant well, Durant doesn't have to try. He's seven foot. He just yeah. Uh, and then like guys like on him. I'm telling you, USA team post drills. I love watching that stuff. I can't wait for this year. Um, 
But no, I got. I really want to see him just go one on one because then you have international players against each other. Oh, Siakam on Doncic, like stuff like that. I think people would watch that more, and I think they would try harder because that's your reputation on the line. Like you'd be like, oh, he's better than you because he beat you in this one. Now that's not actually true. No, I don't think. But they, that's why I don't think they would do it. I feel like they would try harder though. Like I'm Don just saying, just feels like he would just come out and just like waddle around and shoot a bunch of threes. Like, <laughs> what? Oh, well, waddle just, around? I mi- <laughs> That's oh, Jokic, yeah, not by, got beat by Harden. Jokic, he's <laughs> one of those like weird. Like after they, like, no, they're competitive. Like after you do like a bad run at the three point contest, you look up the scoreboard and you do that little like grimace. You're like, oh, I think I. No, they are they, to get to this level. These guys are competitive, and to face one on one, it's a whole different thing because it's all on you. Like the game now at this point, it's like eh. You know, it doesn't matter that much anyway with, like, the Hall of Fame, like, career thing. It's just, you know, people just mention that stat, and it would be kind of hard, weird to count it if we went with your system. Um, Why? Because then you could be like, oh, they made it through two rounds, but they didn't quite make it to the star. Yeah, they're not an all-star. <laughs> That's <laughs> Two rounds? There's only oh, one round. Goodness. You just beat those. I thought snubs. you the snubs, and then I thought they have to play the all-star team. No, you just if you beat if the snubs beat the reserves and they get on as the like the backup unit mm-hmm. for the All Star game, and then if their team wins, they get the All Star tag. Wait, so if the other team, no. oh, so you're saying when the two teams play against each other in the All Star game, whoever wins gets the All Star yeah, tag? Yeah, if now if like the snubs like get in and they lose, and the all the reserves get their All Star label back, like you have oh. to get on and then oh. still win the All Star okay. game. And still, what if the so when the two teams like the two different teams play against each other in like the main All Star game? Yeah. Whoever wins keeps the All Star tag. For the the snub reserve. Oh, uh, what about the main game? They still keep it. What do you mean? Like so, when Giannis goes against like LeBron in their main so game, so team if both if both like snub units win, mm-hmm. and then so they're the, they're the backups for the All Star game. But mm-hmm. if team LeBron wins. Then team the team Giannis snubs don't get to be all stars. The reserves that lost they still get to be all stars. Oh, what about the what about the but main if team? LeBron, like the starters are fine. Regardless. The starters are fine. Okay, that's why I'm wondering. Yeah. Okay, sorry, you said main team. I thought you meant like, yeah. Just like the no, I meant the team. I meant the starters. Yeah. Yeah, the starters are good no okay. matter what. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Even if even if you like pull even if the reserve team when they get their starter for mm-hmm. the, like when they're playing the snubs. Yeah. If the if they lose that starter is still an all star. He's fine. The starters are safe okay. regardless. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Okay. No, I I mean, I don't it's a very well thought just, out system. And we just added a whole night. If you do it Thursday night, we just added a whole new event. That's true. I'm, I'm just saying I, I I think that's a good idea. It's well thought out. I just like the one on one tournament straight up. Ideas. I did it say I never like them. I I mean if you if they brought that up, I'd watch that. It's just I'd rather watch a one on one tournament. The post trade deadline deadline, you never you didn't like that one. The po- because that's because then they would read. It's just called a deadline. It's just called a dead like you just call the second the deadline trade, a deadline. I think we call it the trade bank. And then the four, and then I'm saying with the five trades, I don't think guys would make five trades. Like if they, I think there would be some weird year where they would do a trade really not, late. It's not and it would five be trades for every team. Yeah, no, it's, it's the whole five league. trades for the collective league, or three trades or whatever. Yeah, if you call, did three, it would make I sense. Tr- I think we call it the trade bank the trade bank yeah no i don't i mean it it could still screw with some guys because it could do a trade late like they have four trades and then there's one just laying there and then yeah that's that that's that's interesting and now you're i'm not saying it's not interesting i'm saying it could screw you're like oh man there's still one trade left and the sixers are talking to somebody about adding a shooter like can they get this done before somebody swoops in oh my goodness and then you know sacramento swoops in with memphis and does a salary dump and now the sixers don't 
can't do the trick. Yeah. That's no, a whole I'd, new level of excitement to the I'm just yeah. I don't I that idea is good. I just feel like there's bad repercussions. Um and then with this What are the bad idea, repercussions? It's real thought out. Cuz you could have they could do some huge trade like Oh wait, for which one? The All-Star thing or the trade bank? The trade thing. Oh. Yeah, this one no, this one is fine like I'd be it makes sense. If the league if the league announced this as the new All-Star format, what would, what would be your initial reaction? I like it, but I feel like there's a better option of the one-on-one tournament. Come on. Do you really okay, not just, to want so to see guys me. go on one-on-one? Like, like actually think about it. Them, like, So explain to me how the one-on-one, one-on-one tournament one-on-one. works. What's the format? So the format is you have Who's in it? the starters. Just the, the all-star starters? starters. Yeah, just the all-star starters. Okay. Screw, screw the, the all-star game. Get that out of here. Okay, you could have, you could have even the, just the all-star starters and the reserves. All right, you can seed them, do a whole like March Madness thing. Um, they can go to like the first couple, the first rounds, they can go to like seven. Second round, they can go to like 11. And then they can do more and more because you don't want to wear them out earlier. So, yeah, you can just do like five or six or seven. And that makes it even more likely for an upset. So, um, and then, yeah, and then you have the championship where it's like, you know, they could go to 21 in the championship. Do, yeah, threes and twos. Half court. No refs. No, obviously refs. No, I don't think you do refs. Refs would ref would ruin that whole thing. Okay. Just let him play. Yeah, but then call the fouls. James Harden would get out in the first round of the tournament. Would you? Is your point of the one-on-one tournament for James Harden to win? <laughs> no, no, no. But I feel like they would. Um, you don't want guys to get injured. Though. So when do we do this event? Um, I think I think you could stretch it out a couple days. So you do Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I mean, I don't. You do it. You do it over three days. Yeah, you do it over two, three days. So now the guys on their break are playing four days in a row. They're doing three days of one-on-one tournament and then an all-star game Sunday night. <laughs> no, you know, I said forget the all-star game. Forget the all-star game and forget just forget the one-on-one. all-star game. Just no, do the, the all-star game's still important. <laughs> no, the all-star game. No one cares about it. And then the. The only thing That's we, why you need a unique system to revitalize oh the interest goodness. in the All-Star Forget game. Forget the All-Star Incentivize game. them with the All-Star tag. It's interesting. I mean, yeah. No, you I'm can't not like give them draft picks or playoff seedings or wins or money or something. Yeah. Literally put the title of All-Star. It's like a belt. It's like the All-Star belt. I mean, you're not wrong. That's what, we're gonna, that's what I'm going to call this. I just, I'm going to call it that right now. Yeah, it's a good idea. The Duncan belt. The Duncan belt? Oh, my goodness. Hey, I don't think Duncan was the best player of all time. <laughs> hate, to, hate, to, hate to burst your bubble, but great player. Maybe best power forward of all time. Was he a power forward or center? Center. Why was he like, but didn't he play power forward a lot? No. no. He played center a lot. We say he's the best power forward of all time because if he's a center, he's probably not the best center. Well, he's yeah. still the best center of all time. Okay. so Pretty close. If you just put Bill Russell and Tim Duncan's heir, does he have the same career as Tim Duncan? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I think I don't, I don't know. I feel like Bill Russell was a different beast, bro. So the Duncan belt. Yeah. Final thoughts on the Duncan belt. Great idea, but I like mine better. He keeps saying "well thought out." That's just like, that's just like softening the blow for when he says it like, is I well thought like out. It. You have it like you have a whole system, and you like if you four, and then you have one on one. So, you know, it makes it, it makes it likely that they could have a one on one tournament, which. I mean, is what I want to see anyway. So yeah, no, I think it's a well thought out system because you, you like, you're taking away the all star tag, giving them a decent reward. 
Like, I'm not, I don't know what you're... No, he doesn't want to watch it. That's fine. <laughs> I would watch it. Many nights and sleepless nights poured into this system oh, all shot down for nothing. But you know what? That happens what? sometimes. So we go back to the drawing board, and we have to come up with something new. But... It do be like that. It really do. <laughs> all right. Um... So did you uh, you did you want to go through the contest or did you already give your picks? I mean we can go through them again for oh, okay. the third time. <laughs> no, kidding. I already gave my picks, but all right. Well, we already gave her picks, so. Um, any other topics you want to talk about? I want to look at like free agency twenty twenty. I'm good. <laughs> you know, free agency. I'm... We're at this, this middle of February. <laughs> okay, and for what? we're talking Over about Durant's for like forever. I mean, if you no for NBA. Oh no, we're not talking about NBA free agency yet. What? No. That's that's always relevant. That's all anyone cares about. Yeah, but I don't want to talk about it now. I'd rather talk about the draft or something, not the free oh agency. Oh, my goodness. All right. You, would you want to talk about the draft? No, we can save it for later today. All right. Yeah, there's always an off season. Yeah. Anyway, I don't think there's anything else on the agenda. No, I Maybe think that's celebrity it. celebrity game? I, cover, I did a full breakdown of the celebrity Ooh. game. You're going to have to listen. All right. I'll I'm going to force help. Samson to listen to the podcast. Uh, he never listens. Force listening. I do listen to it. That's I feel like you accuse me of a lot of stuff I don't do. <laughs> no, I definitely like, I hate all your ideas. I don't listen to the podcast. I do. Okay? I think the evidence would suggest otherwise. Oh, my goodness. Well, we have we, our audience is growing, which yeah. I'm always thankful for our listeners. Fastest growing podcast in the Midwest. In this side of Iowa, in Kirkland, yeah. Fastest growing podcast in what are we in southeast southeastern Iowa? Southeastern Iowa, fastest sports college made fastest, college run, fastest sports <laughs> podcast produced by a college media group in southeastern Iowa. Southeastern Iowa. So we appreciate we appreciate that. It's a big Thank deal. You. Yeah, we'll see it. Well, nice we'll, plaque. Yeah, we'll be back next week. I still don't know how I feel about having WNBA players in this. And it's not from just like a woman perspective, but come on. It that's really it's it feels like it's kind of disrespectful to the WNBA player. I'm gonna cut that out. That's stupid. I'm not gonna say that. Um